Send Back Savants with Sean Ryan and Tommy. Oh, this has been a, a somewhat of a hectic couple of weeks for me, man. How, yeah. how y'all been doing? Well, Barely standing. Yeah. Struggling. Still standing. That's always appreciated. Yeah, man. I enjoying, oh, yeah. I'm enjoying the weekend because Michigan beat oh, Ohio. Shit. So yeah, I thought boy. y'all won the fucking Super Bowl. That hell, it must hey, have it felt like it. Baby it, steps. Yeah, it felt like it for us. It's been a long time, and I am rubbing it in uh, every chance I get. I am never <laughs> going to let this down for 300 and whatever how many days left in this year. Is it, is it, <laughs> yeah. I don't watch college football. Is it that big of a deal that y'all yes. beat Ohio State? Yeah, because it's yes. been a while. It's been a while. But Straight ass. What, right, what's a while? Like, like a, eight years. Yeah. A decade. Yeah, a long it feels, time. It feels, it feels like, like two decades, yeah. honestly. And y'all play every year? Yeah, every year. We yeah. didn't play last year because of COVID, but every chance we do play them, they've been whooping us. And um, we played them back pretty nicely that last weekend. We, we got we cheated a ass. few years ago Yeah, that fourth down in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, but, you a Michigan fan too? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since the 90s. <laughs> I'm never going to get college football. You're missing out. Yeah. It's better. It's better than NFL to me. It's much better. Because I understand where you're coming from, Sean. Yeah. Well, NFL is more like it's a... It's a business. Yeah. Yeah, it's more... I like to see whiny, like, millionaires, man, talk about all they bullshit on the side. Yeah. Like, with college football, it's almost like I get more invested in players. Yeah. And yeah. with college, it's almost like they're... In college football, it seems like they're there for at least two, three years. Mm-hmm. Like with basketball, you get it for like one year at least, and then it's like you move yeah, on. Yeah, it can go like, earlier. And so it's not much to be invested to unless you actually went to the fucking school right, or something yeah. like that. It's just, I don't uh, really get it. I've been a fan my whole life of Michigan, so uh, it, just, it means a lot to beat them faggots. Big, <laughs> big time. But it means a lot. I can't stand it. It means a whole lot. It means a lot. So you, that should, was, you should walk around with your Michigan gear on for at least like a I month, am. Man, just I'm in getting, case you bump into somebody. I know. I've been looking for them, but they disappeared like roaches all of a sudden. Now they don't know anything or want to talk shit. So we're going to play for the uh, the Big Ten Championship this week, and hopefully we can pull that off. But if we don't, I'm still happy that we beat Ohio. That's all I know. So. I don't even call them Ohio State. They don't deserve that name. <laughs> I just call them Ohio. So, uh, as somebody yeah. who spent a brief amount of time in college in Ohio, the citizens of the state of Ohio, you guys are good people. But F Ohio State. Yes, yeah, it's Ohio. all blue, baby. Amazing <laughs> blue. Yes. Thank God we finally beat y'all. Yeah. Get off your high horse. Right. I don't even. We don't even got to win the Big Ten championship. Me neither. I hope we do. Or, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it just yeah, feels let great. Let them crawl on back oh, down there. Oh yeah, get off that high horse. Yeah. And I, and Tommy, college football might be the best sport in the United States. No, nah, I'm when still they, more of a basketball guy. And, 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 basketball and, up there too for me too. But I, I understand that. I, I can kind of watch college basketball, but mostly I like watching like professional like basketball. Yeah, they football. play for the name on the on the back, not the front. You know what I mean? So. Uh, in the NFL, but in well, college they play for the name on the front. You know, well I mean? in college so, they finally didn't they finally like pass that? I yeah, guess that little law where yeah, they're actually letting them yeah. like get paid off their likeness, a name, time. image, likeness. A, a yeah, hundred years yeah. late, yeah. like most things in the United States. Like, can, didn't they stop that college football game for a while? Like the ESPN like college football game, kind of like the head man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they bring still they bring that back. They bring it. They're, bring, they're coming back next year. Wait, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering. Wait, because, uh, EA Sports? Yeah, make- yeah, because they got the name and like, uh, likeness now. Because I remember yeah. they got rid okay. of it because of all, all right. that shit. I was well, like, all right, they, fine. Every college player during that time got a check for that. And uh, sure. I, they got like the, the least amount they would get were like 1500 or something. Everybody in the, that was involved. <laughs> It, it, uh, EA Sports had to pay, or NCAA football, or EA Sports, whatever, who owns it, they had to pay all that back to every collegiate athlete that was a football player at the time. What they do? What's that enough for their books? Yeah, I guess so. It's something for kids in college, but now they got Penny the name. change in, for college football profits. Yeah, name, image, like Yeah, now they can they can make a certain amount of money 
as long as the, whoever's sponsoring them wants to fork it out. So they can do subway commercials. They can do anything. There's some players at Ohio, especially, got a million dollar in name and his likeness already. Mm-hmm. They ain't throw the pass yet. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. So that might, you know, um, take take mm-hmm. stuff into a different direction where they may not want to play as much now. And if shit, I already got a million dollars. All I got to do is make it to the league. I don't give a damn if we beat Ohio or Michigan or whoever, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a difference here for a while, but I don't care what they do as long as they beat Ohio. I don't care what they who yeah. gives them money. So that's been a good weekend. I, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of movies, but I got my movies from the last week before we did our Christmas, which was wonderful. Our, our Christmas uh, holiday uh, segment was dope. Uh, I so, enjoyed that. that was a lot of fun. And I caught Jingle on the, all the way on Sunday. Nice. Uh, man, just had me bust out laughing. Sinbad <laughs> is hilarious. You should have watched Leave uh, the Weapon so you can watch all this. Stuff. I didn't want to watch. I wanted to watch all Christmas movies, though. I didn't want to watch them. Motherfucker. I'm going to tell you. That's just a light skin thing. Y'all stubborn as a motherfucker. Y'all, like, I would never take that. No, like, like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm getting tired of y'all, man. Shit, there's people that say Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. So, I mean, it's I tough being light skin. You know what? He, there's actually a quote out there where Bruce Willis admits that he it's did not admit a Christmas. it. He did admit it. I'm yeah. like, if your hero won't even admit that his movie is a Christmas movie, man, shouldn't y'all just like moonwalk out this conversation? <laughs> I, I so. mean, we adopted it as a Christmas movie because yeah. we love it as like a like a holiday classic because when it came out, right? You know the had all the Christmas, uh, you know, lineage in it. But, yeah, like you said, he did admit that it wasn't meant to be a Christmas I know. Movie, it so. really took the wind out of my cell just really just, I guess, admitting, like, hey, Die Hard is like a real Christmas movie. Right. Man. It's a classic Christmas movie. He's we all watch title. it every Christmas. Yeah. So his opinion. Yeah, so, but what, sometimes, you know, people can be wrong, man. Bruce Willis don't right. every fucking thing. I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but besides I that, watch that movie every Christmas. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie to me. Besides my pure, you know, joy, it's been relaxing, um, watching sports and Catching some shows every time now and then, some movies or anything like that. But how about you, Ryan? Anything else? Well, 2021, just like 2020, has been kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> Man, it's harder than ever being an adult. I yeah. feel like they feel in the 1920s, damn near. Nah, they don't feel I mean, it. next step up is breadline. We're, we're, in, we're being soup lines after this. Good God, it's hard being a successful adult more than ever in, yeah. in our livelihood. This shit sucks out here. God bless anybody staying on the straight and narrow, keeping your family safe, and looking out for the common man. And I hope you're watching some good entertainment on the way. And I want to, when we delve into some of the subject matters today, I want to delve into the current state of the entertainment industry. That's a big portion of what the subjects that we go through tonight. But, I hope everybody's doing well. Yeah. I'm still standing. I'm happy to be here today with Tommy Curry, Sean Brown. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. And uh, looking forward to catching up with you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys have been seeing some good entertainment. Yeah. I've been entertained this past week. I've been trying to watch more shows because mm-hmm. I feel like that's where my balance is off. I like I watch a lot of movies, but I feel like watching a good show is just as equal as watching like a good movie. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's some guy with a bone there, I'm Interested by yeah, him. I watched that just before I got here, so I did love the last episode. Wait a minute, it's two episodes already? Yeah, they gave you this first two episodes like the last week okay. on, um, I guess the day before Thanksgiving, mm. or whatever. Then they came out with another one today, so it comes out every Wednesday, kind of like how they did Loki, okay, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and all that stuff. So, yeah, caught the new episode, loved it. Love Hawkeye. Y'all already know where I stand with Hawkeye. So if y'all don't like him, y'all, y'all don't know what y'all can suck. <laughs> everybody, everybody else, me. Yeah. Get in where you fit in, call some new shows, man. Family's all good. I did not take my ass out Black Friday shopping because you know what? 
I'm, I'm financially, I'm, I'm cool. I don't need to be out there with the rest <laughs> of you, you peasants, trying to get like my hands on like a seven hundred dollar TV, man. I, I do need to get a TV for my room. Oh, I don't have a TV in my room. I've I, never had what? because my dad scared me as a kid. I don't either because that's a rule for me. My dad, yeah, my dad that's scared mandatory. me as a kid. He said that if you leave the TV on, spirits would come through. So I'm like, hell no, I'm never All putting right, I don't TV know what your daddy on. My dad from the <laughs> south, so he in the voodoo and stuff. And he told me that uh, don't ever sleep with the TV on. That's what he told me. And but I never would sleep with the TV on anyway. So but kept you away from brain cancer. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically. If you sleep with the TV on, that's how the spirits get. What, what the hell, your so daddy? So basically, you know, like back in the day, the TV would go off, not no more. Because we got all these, these streaming devices and shit. Yeah, it automatically Back shuts off. Shut off, and they have yeah. that white noise. Well, he believes that spirits. My dad's from South, so just bear with me. Spirits <laughs> would come through that and into your uh, sleeping body. Uh, so our TV never even crossed that threshold into my room. So eventually, I need to get one, you know, just to have in my room. But I never ever put a TV in my room. So yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much an unwritten rule. Like when you're a, a married couple, they mm-hmm. say that's a, that's a nice way to like kill the romance. Or you want to put a TV in your room, and right? You're distracted by something else, which is cool because like what do you call it pinochle time yeah pinochle time is more important than tv <laughs> that, time but the so. horizontal no pants dance is what i'm trying to get into <laughs> pinochle time is a lot more fun than uh seinfeld at 10 30 but uh yeah i um you know some people can't sleep without it though I, i'm a fan guy i need to fan but some people can't you sleep too without. i always thought that i was that always no. made me weird that it'll be winter time and i'm like i still have my ceiling yeah i have to have them maybe it's a noise because i can here outside or whatever, but you know some, what you need to get? You need to get that calm app because they actually have like that ambi that ambient noise or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We can hear like nature and like I need to hear lightning because uh-huh. I can sleep really good when it's raining outside. Oh, yeah. You, oh yeah. yeah. Oh you mean, you on that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I maybe it's the noise or it could be the, that I get hot at night too, so I sometimes I need it for that. But I like to have some kind of background noise just to put me at ease. If I can hear Same people here. talking outside in the morning or whatever, cars slamming doors. You know what that, uh, that probably is? Like, uh, at least with me, my mind is constantly going at night. So mm-hmm. if I have like noise, whatever, it's an easy way to like distract me Yeah, or something like that. Because if I hear noise in the, in the house or whatever, I already got a dog. Because as soon as the dog hears something, he already barking. So yeah. I'm already on alert. But <laughs> if I hear noise at night or I hear my son, my, my punk ass son, man, he be up late, man, <laughs> trying to do his DJ thing. But right. now his thing is like he's on like a diet kick and he's constantly list, uh, lifting weights. Really? Working out. He trying Good to. Good for him. He, 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 he want to keep that six pack. And I appreciate that, man. But. He's in high school right now? Yeah, he in high school. So, you know, he's trying oh, to get a sexy body. He's about to be a granddad real fast. Six-pack high school. No, no, he don't time there. Yeah, don't tell him about pinochle time. He don't need to know that right now. No, Let's hope he's still, you know, watching SpongeBob and all that. Good no, no, he, no. Yeah, your mind's going to venture yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's no control in that. Yeah. No, I'm so, already no. at the age where I've seen some suspicious towels in the water. <laughs> I was like, what's going on uh, here? Uh, I, I like, never left evidence like that. I used a tissue and threw it in the toilet. Nasty, man. you like, man. Y'all spill, oh. y'all spill glue? Uh, <laughs> what's going on in this yeah, house? I was never that. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I know, man. Don't don't, don't have kids, man. <laughs> oh, my God. They would, they would just make everything nasty. Damn, sound like it. <laughs> uh, man, so let's get into our standing ovation this week, man. Uh, Ryan, why don't you lead us off this week, man? Let's, I'm, I'm, let us I'm know. on our time. Thank you. Thanks. Standing ovation. Let's see who I put on here. And okay, I love and, that he always writes right. it on paper, man. This, it makes uh, me feel like yes. so normal. We feel old like school, back in baby. 1990s. Old man. school, everything goes on paper. And do you paper. burn your paper after you, you do? Inspector <laughs> oh, Gadget. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't want to know about problems I got in my like, life. Yeah, no evidence following you around. You just burn all your notes, man. You <laughs> ain't no think, Tommy. Nope. Ain't no think. You make sure nobody following you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You might be conspiracy theorists for real. Right. Like, oh, the government after me. <laughs> no. 
living in Trump State, Indiana. That's fair. I am the conspiracy theorist totem pole. I'm at the very bottom. I know. Matter of fact, I'm at that little part they put in the dirt before they plant the totem pole with this current Trump state. But that's neither here or there. There's I'm more, glad we live in that age where everybody knows that. There's way too many conspiracy theorists now, man. I feel like that shit, man, has exactly. been growing. So like, if you believe in the Illuminati, I you're do. not ready for the, what they got lined up for our asses. Since I'm, everybody knows about the Illuminati and what their agenda is now. And I'm doing the Chris Farley quotes right now. Believe me, it's disturbing that we live in the internet age we do where everybody knows everything. And everybody knows about secret societies and the, and the Illuminati, and you can't make it in the entertainment industry unless you submit to the blood cult, blah, blah, blah. I 1,000% believe that the Illuminati is a reason why, like, like whack-ass comedians make it. Like, so? somehow, like yeah. I think the Illuminati was responsible for Dane Cook. Like, they gave him a little bit of a movie career for a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, had a good luck Chuck and all that. Yeah. Well, we yeah, talk he, about he movies. He had, like, a couple decent ones, but uh, yeah. what's the one, the, the female uh, comedian, uh, the, the white uh, Amy Schumer? I believe the Illuminati gave her gave her a key to the door, man. Right. Just let her like come in. Then they kicked her out like, hey, hey, you know what? You ain't supposed to be here. Yeah, right? she's never well, been funny to me. She's, uh, she had, like train said, wreck wasn't train bad. Train wreck was her one. But ever, yeah. ever since then, I'm like, man, this is a reason why the entertainment industry has yeah. to be like the biggest group of Illuminati like members I've ever seen because I've never seen so many no-talented people get their <laughs> career in my life. I'm like, half of y'all need to sit the fuck down and just make like Hallmark movie cards. You know, it's I, been uh, happening since motion pictures existed. There's always going to be that, what they call the casting couch. That back, some people will sell their soul. I know. I need to send to you that uh, that YouTube video that I saw because I only sent you like a snippet of like uh, why the sequels suck and all the other shit. I enjoyed this dude, that. What, this dude had like a two hour video out there, like why ninety nine percent movies out there are trash. And this dude, I, I really wish I could interview this guy. This dude is like a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, and he, he seems to have I like really a lot of legitimate video. points. It's kind of like. It feels kind of like conspiracy theorists a little bit, but he has his theories of like why they make certain movies and yada yada yada. Why yeah. independent movies need to be more like cared for and like um, like shown more, or whatever. But he has a lot of good theories, so I do agree with a lot of his opinions. So I appreciate that guy. I need to give him a shout out next week for uh, sure if I think about his name. But I, I digress. Look, man, go on with your out, <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah, and when you're doing the funding for that, you'll have more say so than any of the creative influence. Yep. Because even if you have a great idea, if you got to have some kind of support to make that happen. And they're going to have their influence as well. But sure. that's sure. another topic for another day. Oh, yeah. We can get it. We can get in that conversation one of these days, man, because I have some deep, dark thoughts on shit like that. And, yeah, just like any other industry that's profitable, yes, there's a dark side of the movie industry. We can talk about the music industry and white Michael Jackson. We can talk <sighs> about fossil fuel. We can even talk about clean water. But... We're talking about movies today, so we're going to yeah, talk. Yeah, man, let's, let, let, let's keep it nice and friendly, okay. man. Let's keep it. Let, let, let's do that. Man. I appreciate that. So I'm that talk being said, man, let's celebrate some of our um, <laughs> industry heroes, man. Who, who you got on that piece of paper before we burn it? Um, <laughs> glad you said that. Tom. Burn after reading. <laughs> Coen Brothers, one of the better movies, actually. It's a good movie. Amazing fucking movie. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, thank you for talking about the piece of paper because that's one of the reasons I put my uh, spotlight on the person today and thank you for allowing me to talk about unscripted shows first of all and i'm going to talk about somebody who increased my love of movies who only had a minor input in the actual production of actual movies that that we might have seen we're talking about a film critic by the name of roger ebert mm. who is one half of siskel and ebert 
That is two a, thumbs up, is two thumbs down. Yeah, can, yeah. I guess we can do that. You know, technically a film critic. Yeah, he, he's I a, even we're, about uh, that. We're, we're, we are critics right now. We mm. talk about movies. We offer our critiques. Easily we one of our the most opinions. popular film oh, critics yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. And I, easily, yeah and that and one of the most influential. They, one they, the most influential. They, they were so damn big. I have a lot of movies like DVDs where they literally put like Siskel and Niebuhr give it like two yeah, thumbs up, yeah. two, just to help sell the movie. Two thumbs down, and yeah, and we're gonna talk about a couple things when I talk about Roger Ebert. But uh, during my childhood, one of the highlights of my weekly growth was Friday morning getting the Fort Wayne, Indiana Journal Gazette paper, and they would print Roger Ebert's reviews for the the movies coming out that week on Friday. They didn't have Thursday night midnight shows for the majority right. of all three of our childhoods. Most movies came out in in the afternoon or early morning of Friday of that given week. Right. And one of the highlights of my week was opening that newspaper that my mom and dad had delivered to their house and reading Roger Ebert's reviews before and after the internet age. And He's passed away. Both Siskel and Ebert have passed away. Yeah. But even in the internet age, I don't think we'll ever see more influential film critics where their opinions could actually influence moviegoers' mm-hmm. buying habits on a weekend or throughout the week. They definitely have directed me towards some uh, good and bad movies. Literally, like, reading the paper, like, going through that. I, th- I, th- I always thought that was me that literally, like, actually read it. I did. Not just look at the star rating, mm. but actually read what they were reviewing. So I actually get, like, a feel that you didn't... Like, you kind of feel like some critics feel like they get paid to promote. Like, oh, man, it's one of the greatest yeah. movies ever made. I've never seen something so amazing. You watch the movies, like, man, like, who paid you, man? This, <laughs> yeah. this, this garbage. Yeah. Like, all those, you know, the critics that I feel like they gave, like, a good review of, like, Eternals. I'm like, are we watching the same movie? Yeah, the movie well, of the year. Industry yeah. like, movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a movie this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. of the year, but, yeah, I get it, man. But I always feel like a lot of those people feel like they get paid off because they feel like this too contrived or, like, it's nothing genuine anymore. So that's why I have, like, a select group of, like, YouTube uh, stars, so yeah. to speak, who actually give like an uh, actual genuine movie review. Who actually who like my new age, like Cisco and Ebert, and like I, I'll pitch you on some game, man. Like some some good review guys that I listen to that actually like steer me in the right direction. They were actually on your side for a malignant. Uh-oh. That's what kind of pissed me off. I was like, man, this dude sucks. Well, you don't you don't have to agree with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he has some good valid points, man. He said it like it was a good, interesting movie that was very bold, yeah. like for what he was trying to do. But and again, he said that they just didn't stick the landing. I was like, all right, fine, fair, yeah. fair, 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 fair enough. But Sean ain't gonna be right all the time. Right, they stuck right the shit out because that I, I did like the movie. Yeah, right. Okay, all right, oh, we, yeah, that, yeah, that's that right because we were talking about that all night. Oh, again. exactly. No, you guys are good. You guys are good. I, I, I love hearing what you guys have to say. But, yes, he's one of the most influential figures in the movie industry. When did he pass away? It was within the past 15 years. Okay. And he Because I can't remember which one died first. The, the gray-haired one. Which one was the... Siskel. Yeah. Siskel died with the, first. And the Coke bottle glasses guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's Ebert, okay. the fat one. Okay, Ebert's the fat one. I didn't want to say fat. I just want to call him <laughs> I used to watch them on um like Inside Edition would come on. My dad would watch the news, and then the Inside Edition would come on. Then they would come on, or around that time, way back in the night. Yeah, they, they, they were actually on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. They would be sitting yes. in the theater, and they would give up. Talk about the movie, they'll give their thumbs up. One might be down, one might be up. Or, mm. But that really made you feel like, man, that movie must suck if they both Absolutely. don't. Like, you know I, I, mean? I don't so, think, I don't think yeah, any, so. any critics have had more influence on movie-going opinion or decisions than Siskel and Ebert. And that was a big deal for, for my upbringing in the 80s and 90s, for sure. And uh, 
jot down a couple notes here regarding Roger Ebert. Uh, nowadays, the more popular rating for movies, when, oh. when we don't go to, when, if we take it away from the 1 to 10 scale, the we go to stars. Yeah, oh, we talk about Rotten Tomatoes. That's percentage. Yeah. But most critics use the five-star rating. Mm-hmm. This is new to me. I had to adjust to that. This I, I grew up in the four-star rating. I, I really feel that the four stars gives you a more accurate reading of the quality of the movie. Two-star movie? Yeah, you wait for VHS. Uh, Two and a half? Uh, it's kind of on the fence. I, but, I appreciate more stars. I, I like the five stars. The five stars seem like a lot of people do. A solid five star is like okay, that's legit. That must be legit. But this is new era. Yeah. So just like I write down stuff on pen and paper, which is old school, most people just put stuff on their notes on the phone. You know, what I'm they, a you know four what star do? guy till I die, which I've adjusted. And I will appreciate anybody. Yeah, but Four Stars is a little bit too close to like a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's you, know, so, you know what they should do. You remember when Patrice gave like his a uh, fine ass uh, girl a uh, scale? All right, he said, right. You need to go to like thirty. 30 that way, you, the you girl's like a twenty. A, yeah, one from one. She's to like 10. a fine yeah. ass. All right, yeah, chick, right. Whatever. If you give him like a thirty, she's like she a fine ass fine. Right, chick. right. From eleven to twenty would be like yeah. She she decent, but you know you can you turn your head or whatever. Then yeah, like a ten is like yeah. a fine ass ugly chick. Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> had he, a crazy. He, he broke it into tens instead of exactly. one to ten. He broke it from one to ten, and ten to twenty, and twenty to thirty. I like the yeah. twenty-five percentage percentile, yeah. but teach your own. And they both have their pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. That's just one. That's that's just a niche that I I enjoy. Um, I also want to bring up that uh, he was the screenwriter for two movies, which I have not seen yet. There's one movie called The Valley of the Dolls. He was actually the screenwriter for that, which deals with actresses trying to break into Hollywood. But they encounter the dark side of that, where they're pretty much being exploited sexually. And uh, you pretty that delves into you have to kind of sell your soul to kind of break in. I, that's that's something I, I've have on my much watch list, but I haven't seen. But I also want to bring up the word empathy because uh, one of the essays that he wrote outside of his film reviews it says. Why does it? Why? Why do you you attract it to movies, Roger Ebert? And he says it brings empathy to people you don't have a livelihood that you relate to, so that's you can see the other yeah. side of somebody's life that's completely different than yours, and you have a little bit of empathy for that because that's something that's foreign to you. And I go to movies for escapism. I I, I like to I like to watch movies. Mm-hmm. To get away from my shitty ass life for an hour and a half or two hours, and just take me wherever that movie wants me to take me. Yeah, and you just want to be entertained. Yes, at, at the at the very least. At you the want to very be least, absolutely. Or sometimes it, I think they they do lead a lot more these um, these days to be more educational. I feel like like they're really trying to teach something. Like, and that's a big that's a big appeal like for a, some moviegoers. Some people love to come out of a movie saying I learned something new. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's that's an appeal for well, movie that goes. can be appealing. That could be dangerous, man, because you know a lot of these people, man, they just they're just too easily influenced, big time. You know, no denying that. I mean, I think every last one of us has met somebody who went home and dialed a number that they saw on the fucking yeah, the five, 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 five. Like, yeah. bitch, no, 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 he's not there. That's not his right, real number, right. man. Chill out. <laughs> like, there's, there's people that's just too easily, especially <laughs> this generation, where it feels like oh, they're, yeah. they're um they're way too um a teach uh, right. attention seeking. Yeah, like wait, instant gratification. Like this era that they all in, man. Like people just 
just need to sit back, man. Just take it back to how it really should be. Just just sit back and be entertained, man. Don't mm-hmm. look for anything else, man. Just just try to enjoy yourselves. And the film critics, for the most part, Ebert and Siskel, I did look to them for a lot of guidance. And they seemed like they were very fair critics because even for, like, um, because they were very well-rounded. Absolutely. They introduced me to foreign films. Foreign and films, like a black Not the big blockbuster. Absolutely. Like everything. Roger Ebert had put Do the Right Thing. As his, and Eve's Bayou as his number one movies of the year yeah. on certain lists. They were incredibly fair. They Absolutely. actually watched it, and they watched it with like an open mind, which a lot of people seem to, I guess, they Damn. can't do. I, yeah. tr- I try, but sometimes, man, it's just, what do you call it, the sledgehammer? Yes. The sledgehammer, <laughs> where that. they're constantly I, trying to hit you over the head with a bunch of shit. Sometimes yes. it's kind of like, all right, man, you missed me with that shit, man. <laughs> I came here to laugh, man, not, not, not trying to turn, yeah. be filled. Yeah. You know how I feel like all every slave movie they make nowadays is just white guilt. Yeah. And they're, they're running low on it, man, because even I don't give a shit. I, I, right. Man. That's enough. It's a little bit too much for us sometimes. Exactly, like, yeah. man. Like, like, come ah, on, man. man. And every year they're, they're always like, like these Oscar-worthy like performances. Like, like it's a slave movie, man. Y'all just feel yeah, bad. Right. We Absolutely. get it. I but, feel bad too, but not that damn much. It's it's over. I hear you, but <laughs> Amistad is a three star movie. Ugh, Lord, I couldn't stand. Glory is a four star movie. Mm. That's a four star movie. Okay, that, that that's as good as yeah. I, I, that goes back to Roger Ebert, uh, and I don't always agree with the man. He's I don't think Spawn deserves three and a half stars. Remember, remember Michael Jai White Spawn? I didn't think you thought you liked it. I, I enjoyed it. You didn't? I thought it was all right. But I, I saw the animated series on HBO. Stars, yeah. Well, HBO star Like I said, think about it. That was good. That's as good as it gets. That was scary. Think about it in the context of when it came out. Yes. But the comic movies were not where they're at. I remember my dad was like, "You don't even be watching this. This is bad." Like, I understand. Yeah, I remember not being able to watch that. Like Spawn was, it was that Spawn animated series is fantastic. Remember that Spawn coming on HBO at night? Like that shit was. Tommy, you ever seen the animated Spawn? I haven't seen that. Oh man, that shit was. It was up there. Seth MacFarlane is behind that, the creator of Spawn. Oh, when I yeah, if there's a top ten list for comic book adaptions, that Spawn animated series is on that top ten list. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, it was it it was gruesome. It was they were were showing nudity as far as like the animated nudity. You know, I mean, I was like, Uh, damn, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well. Well, shout out to um, shout out to Roger Ebert. God bless you, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Man. Rest in peace, man. Yes, Hopefully, there <laughs> these critics down here are making you proud, man. Because some of them are just a little bit too wishy washy for me, man. They just I, well, the industry's changed because if you want to get early access to a movie, so you want to see a movie before the rest of the movie going public, you you have to damn near give a positive review. You have to. I, the, I most think, of these I critics think... out here, you will not for these big blockbusters. If their review comes out two or three weeks before the movie comes out, it's going to be positive. You can tell almost with the, these YouTube critics nowadays. You can tell. That some of them have been bought off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can tell they don't, they're don't. they not giving it a five star or a nine out of ten. They're, yeah, it's about seven and a half. Oh, yeah. it's about three and a half. I think that's why this podcast will probably never be that because we're a little bit too honest for our own good sometimes. Yeah. What's wrong with that? No, because I think we went on like a, me and you went on like a two, three week run of just shitting on some Netflix for a while. <laughs> right. It was like, Netflix, y'all keep taking my fucking right. You won't give me Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things back That's there? fair. But they, yeah. have, they have made up a little bit now. No Stranger Things or Ozark or whatever your favorite show is, but they have made up with it in the last couple months. With the clickbait and squid game, and they made up. They they were trying. I Speaking guess. Speaking of which, did you guys hear about that Mr. Beast dude? 
Mr. Beast. Oh, that dude who reenacted all the Squid Game things? I was talking about oh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, oh, I, saw, I saw bits and pieces yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. With him, he they he does like a money a oh, lot of money giveaways. They're firing like arm that guy you're talking about. They're killing somebody they're for killing, bootlegging For bootlegging that. We, your ass would have been dead a long time ago in North Korea. Shit. That's serious. Lynched in public. Yeah. been lynched in public. So he's bootlegging Squid Game. He got And they're, they're firing arm his ass. They're going to kill him by firing arm. Yeah, sentenced Seriously. to death yeah. for bootlegging, and a person who's a eighteen, nineteen years old got sentenced to life in prison oh. for perpetuating that bootlegging. Wow! So a person who brought it in the country illegally, how dare you show something to the general public that doesn't glorify North Korea? You're well, dead. Well, he should have known better. Well, because it's South Korea that, that made it, right? Which one's him? North Korea? I think South Korea. South made Korea it. made it. They have a yeah. they have a great film and right. TV and industry. So he's just trying to go and against cell phone South industry. Korea, basically. He's, yes. Yeah, he doesn't want them having anything well, in North that's, Korea. That's either. that's the one last dictator that we have in right, the world. Right. If you want to know the state of the world, the one last dictator. Okay. But okay, uh, sorry, we we yeah. went on a tangent. No, no, no. We, as usual, we do that a lot. Man. <laughs> One of these days, we're gonna have somebody here that's refereeing. That's like, what we need. Throw a flag in there, like, like shut it down. Or you know what we need? You know how they play that music at the Oscars when they run into <laughs> But they say, "Get the fuck off stage!" Right. But somehow they still. And I want to think my grandma's cousin on the thing. Like, God, get your ass off the stage. Wasn't that, that on Chappelle's show? The, the wrap it up box. Yeah, yeah. The wrap it up. Get one of those. All right, sorry, uh, Ryan. Thank sure. you for Roger Ebert, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Uh, rest in peace, man. You definitely have a you have an impact on my life. I thought I was the only one that really read those reviews in the paper like a nerd, but I well, appreciate it that I'm not alone. I'm glad we, you, you got with me. I right. appreciate that. All right, Sean, what you got for All us right. this week? I got a popular guy here. I got Eric Marlin Bishop, known as Jamie Foxx. Nice. Yes. I did not know that was his real name. Eric Jango. Marlin Bishop. Bishop, yeah, an American actor. What can we say, man? I remember seeing Jimmy Foxx in Living Color. That's the first time I ever noticed. I guess that was the first time I ever did anything, really. Oh, doing Wanda. Yeah, doing Wanda. And he was, <laughs> that was real he, funny. The, the, the amount of actors they had on the characters they had on uh, Living Color is you know, uh, Jim Carrey, all the Wayans, David uh, Allen Tom, Tommy, Tommy Davidson, Davidson. Jamie Foxx. I mean, awesome. like, they had Beast on that show. You know what I mean? Uh, and of course, so J-Lo. Awesome. J-Lo, was, they call her Hey-Ho. Hey-Ho <laughs> out there. <laughs> and they, uh, they call, that's what Jamie Foxx said. Uh, they call her Hey-Ho. But, man, Jamie Foxx is just, and not only is he super funny, what was the Jamie Foxx show he had? That was called yeah. was the Jamie Foxx show. That's, that's on HBO Max. If you want to oh, check it's back that on out. HBO Max. They're bringing yeah. all that stuff back. Oh, in I've there. been good, watching good that. Here. But what? Any given Sunday, you know, I mean, that kind of awesome like one of one. I remember that. That was a huge deal when we were in high school. All of us were in high school. Love at that, that time. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what else we got? We had he had played Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays oh, killed that role. Right. What was the movie that I really liked was with um, Tom Cruise. When he was oh, Tom, collateral. Was collateral, that was, that was super good. dope. That was that's that's super my dope. favorite Tom Cruise that, movie. That one, that one, Tom Cruise was playing with a yeah. Oh, he was driving him around no. in the taxi. That was super. No, dope. that that was probably one of the most bizarre and quite frankly, that was the most entertaining roles I've ever. I never seen him play. A he bad played guy. a good asshole, he and he good. was an amazing bad guy. Yeah, he was. He was. Hitman, did, did either one of you guys see that movie in the theater? Collateral. Yes, I don't remember I where I saw that. Yes, I know I saw it, but that was one of the first movies shot fully digital, and. It really? looked like crap. I'm I didn't sorry. Think so. I thought it was pretty. Good. It, did, it did look like it, it was looked, a little bit too fuzzy. Man, some, some digital areas. video did not progress. But I thought they did that on purpose. I'm like, okay, they yeah, want to make, make it look grainy, yeah, like, look, look rugged, real, yeah, yeah. kind of like how they shoot. Look. Like, um, man, what's that one movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena? 
Oh, it was like it was like one of those about Zodiac, or no, not that one where they were cops or whatever. And then uh, I guess like this, um, I guess this Mexican cartel gang was like put a hit out on them because they uh, ended up busting up one of their um their drug houses. That was in L.A. That in, was a end good of movie. watch. End end of, of, yeah, I like that. that. Way, I like it, that a lot. It, it kind of felt like how that movie was shot. Like it was real, like like rough and rugged. Kind of like how you mm-hmm. see like <laughs> what's that joke? Like the only person that kept up with the criminals on cops was the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, he'd be running. No matter what. With a fifty pound camera, <laughs> and he right there with him. right. The cops like two blocks behind, and he right there with him. Like, oh my god! Yeah, so That's shout out to all the cameramen on yeah, cops. I always man. thought cops were scripted. Oh, yeah. Oh man, what's the? I feel like they made another one Ooh. after that, but then I think they had like some kind of scandal. What is it? Live PD or something like that? Well, yeah. cops was coming back. They they, they said yeah, that back. got yeah. canceled too eventually. Man, man. I miss those damn cop shows. Man, watching cops that right after I Simpsons. Was very entertaining. Right, I just like the huh, bad boys. That's the favorite part. Of it. As soon as you see that somebody black is running full speed, <laughs> jumping over an eight foot wall, one leap. Man, oh, but my, my, my oh, man, Jamie Foxx. You know what? I think my favorite Jamie Foxx is Django. I feel really? like he did a hell of a job in Django. I don't blame you for that. So I you like that Django. role over um, um, him and Ray? I I liked it in Ray. Cause, cause he killed Willie Ray. Beeman killed too. Ray. Who? Willie Beeman. I like Willie Beeman too, but I think Keep the Jan- woman creamy. I like the mm. I'll be steaming, whatever you call him, steaming <laughs> Willie Beeman. I like the I like Django the best because I really I'll think that focused on, on a lot of his. Just, just overall, he wasn't being funny. He was being serious in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino made him like the focal point. You know what I mean? And then, with, as, like you said, the slavery stuff, it kind of hits hard a little bit. It said the N word a thousand times in there for for it to be Quentin Tarantino. But that, it, I guess that's something that he's he's not, he's, he's done not before. Afraid to yeah, he's not afraid to do it. I love it. Yeah, so, characters in America. Yeah, so this I like. And he was in it, and he got blew up with the horse with the dynamite. But the, just to have him as like a black hero at the end mm-hmm. when we talked about uh, the Idris Elba movie, um, the Harder They Fall. This was kind of like. Not similar, yeah. but it made me feel like, you know, yeah, the black hero at the end comes yeah. through, saves Kerry Washington, um, you know, from uh, slave owners and mm-hmm. uh, slave masters. With, and and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played a fantastic slave uh, master. Big he made time. me feel like he really was a slave master. But uh, I just thought I love Jamie Foxx and Django Unchained. And he yeah. is a great actor, man. You know what? So. He seems like he, over time, he's become a very underrated comedian. His stand up, I he's might need. His stand up, yeah. his stand ups are sec- great. Yeah, I might need security. Is probably one of my top five stand ups of all time. Is that when you talking about he punched LL Cool J? He punched LL Cool J. We're talking about uh, J Lo yeah. and Diddy. Oh, yeah, right. fighting on the set of yeah, yeah. Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was and uh, OJ got that killer walk. Yeah, well, he said that LL Cool J didn't know when to when to jump in and out of the what was real and what wasn't. Yeah, real. Yeah, we're just acting. Yeah, yeah. he was like, man, it's not real football. <laughs> we're not really hitting out here. You know what yeah. I mean? And You're a like, bunch of front, a uh, bunch of nothing but dudes licking your lips. Right. Stop. <laughs> stop. right. He's, he, he talked about he talked about how Prince. Remember, he said he was like Prince showed up in his <laughs> yeah. room with like a onesie on. He's like, man, what the fuck you got on, Prince? He's like, man, I was gay for like two minutes. I'm not gonna lie, I was gay for two minutes. But Jamie Foxx is super funny and his shirt. Yeah, too. booty call. We all remember. Booty call. Oh, I'm uh, glad you said yeah, that. That movie yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> I love booty call. Yeah, so much. yes. Or you watch it for the jokes, man. I was watching for Vivica. Fox. Oh, Vivica Fox was super that's, fine. That's in part there. of my appeal. Oh yeah. I, I, every time oh that, yes. that movie come on, man, I, I rip my pants off like I'm in the NBA. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> I'm like, ooh, game time. <laughs> pinochle time with myself. <laughs> Oh my Definitely god! Definitely was Pinocchio. Oh, Fox, man. Man. She, she is one so of the most. She was beautiful, fine in that. No Independence Day. Surgery. She was fine in that. Yeah, Ooh, man. She, she was, was super fine. But man, Jamie Foxx for me tonight. 
I think he's 53 years old now. He's he's, he's not a young guy anymore. But yeah, and shout out to him because he, he does have his role in um, um the new Spider Man. Um, no yeah, he's home. gonna be Electro again, right? They yeah. completely redid him. Have y'all actually seen like the snapshots that they have of him? Mm. I saw a quick old one school Electro outfit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. They actually. I guess like I'm, they might CGI this out or whatever because you know how they trick us with like um, trailers, or whatever. Marvel's but, known mm, for that. Yeah, but they actually look like they took like uh, one of one of Tony Stark's arc reactors at the center of his chest, and that's how he's doing the, really? the electricity thing. Wow, what? I know they have like a lot of little tidbits, and they said like um um Doctor Octavius, he has mm. like those little nanotech pieces on his mm. claws, or whatever. And I'm like, like is this is what happening right now? Like that's how they keeping like Tony Stark alive and well by saying like um. Villains are coming back with his tech because they did that with Mysterio. Huh. How Mysterio kind of used it like his illusion tech or whatever that well, he got from Tony Stark, whatever. Like, I'm like, damn, this is how they're gonna keep Iron Man alive by constantly bringing him up. Like, come on, man, he dead. Man. Right, let him die in peace. I know, but I, you, you I know, don't get it. But I you know, get it. like, I, I'll go for it because you know, at least they got Jamie Foxx Electro looking better. Yeah, like, he, he has a hairline. Like, his teeth <laughs> is all good. He don't look like all goofy and like um. The CGI in Amazing Spider-Man 2, like when he did Electro, it looked cool, but it looked a little bit too, nah, it, it was a little bit too much for me yeah. when I one saw that. One of the that. many problems of that crap movie. Oh, Lord. But y'all remember, like, for me, uh, one thing I would say about Jamie Foxx, he was making, like, a lot of movies where they just threw him in there. You ever seen Baby Driver? That was a really, really good movie. I didn't expect him really to be in movie. there. I just like, Jamie Foxx is in here? Like, what the hell? I didn't what? even see Jamie Foxx he play, he's, yeah. he's, he's perfectly cast. He was, but he, he's been making a lot of movies like that lately where he's just they just threw Jamie Foxx in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, know if that makes sense. It might maybe make sense to well, me. It, but, well, yeah. it kind of makes sense where where you see, like, a, a cameo or whatever in yeah. a certain movie. Kind of like how I saw him, like, pop up in, like, that... Um, that Seth MacFarlane movie, like a hundred million, like a million ways to die in the West or whatever. Yeah, uh, hilarious. You see him show up at the end, like when he was shooting, like the, <laughs> oh, the yeah, white yeah, guy. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. movie with the guy from The Hangover, um, Galifianakis. Oh, Jack Galifianakis. Uh, yeah. At one point, him, Jamie yeah, Foxx, yeah, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. yeah. he was. He was great. In that. He was yeah. uh, supposedly messing with his wife. Remember, Jack <laughs> hey, he kept saying, "Man, you sure ain't not messing with your wife?" <laughs> yeah, he started Robert Downey. Got to get real scared. He's an ex football player. He got this big house. <laughs> you sure? He that movie scared? was real funny. I, I can't think of name. That movie was keep, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I remember that movie was being all right. That I, was, I, I, really I enjoyed it. That was funny. Yeah, that was great. It wasn't bad, but because like you could. See Rob Down Jr. getting really pissed with him. Like, <laughs> God damn it, I gotta drive from Atlanta to LA with this motherfucker. Right. So but yeah, for night to me, for night uh for tonight, my my man man there, Jamie Foxx, man. What about you, my man? Tommy, what you got for us? Uh, well mine is a little bit left field because I've been watching I watched him recently this past week because I brought up uh Burn After Reading, which is So happy you did. It's it's so it is ahead a, of its time. It is a, hilarious. a criminally underrated comedy. Criminally, movie. I watched that cl- a clip of it. Like at the end, like I'll get to it, man. But my saying of vision this week is uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, nice. This dude. Oh my god, nice. this dude is so fucking Sillinger. versatile. You know, you know, you know Sillinger what? is. Mm-mm. One second. Eyes? Remember, remember the show Oz on HBO? Holy shit, he wasn't us. How did I forget about that? Sill- the fucking Nazi in jail. Wow, Sillinger. Damn, he's been around for a oh, long J.K. time. J.K. Simmons been around for a while, and he's a Buckeye fan, I saw, so let him oh, feel I'm sorry, every man. piece Damn, of we, that. We connected. I'll, I'll let that slide. Right. That I just slide. see him on a Rich Eisen show, but I'm not going to let that slide. I'm not letting no Buckeyes get away right. with anything. We, we, we are not yeah. getting back into this college football <laughs> shit. Right. Go ahead, go ahead, guy. I like, I like him other than that, though. Yeah. Y'all win one goddamn game. That's Jesus all we need. Come. That's We restored order back in here. That's like the Cowboys getting happy they beat the Giants. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like Thanos snapped his finger when they won Thank those eight God. games. And we Thank came back 
from uh, yeah. the, no, the upside down oh, where we yes. were at. That's, yes. that's what I hate about you, damn Michigan. Y'all had like the necessary roughness, like crowd. <laughs> y'all were the game. Like, like, shut the fuck uh, up. This man. is how things are supposed to be. Y'all, y'all. Damn it, so. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. I digress. All man, right. But yeah. get back to our guy, J.K. Simmons. I can't say enough about this guy. I loved him in uh, Juno. Another underrated movie um, that he was in. You Have y'all seen the movie The Account with Ben Affleck? Oh, great movie. I, I still like, have not seen it. Oh, that's dope. That's I feel like really a lot dope. of people like kind of shit on that movie, but I thought that movie was really fucking he good. He had like a mental problem, right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, he had yeah, like um, was... he has like an autism. Like yeah. he was like a super genius, but mm-hmm. he has like, you know, social, like, um, like, um, like things that hold back. So like what autistic is like, they can't really socialize with people, yeah, man. They have yeah. like their emotions, like they're all messed up. Everything they don't really has to be react. perfect. He was really like, everything yeah, man, but it's like yeah. super genius. He mm-hmm. can do numbers and all the other shit, man. And apparently he was a hit man. Apparently while doing his accountant thing, but it was a really good fucking movie. And J.K. Simmons had like a great um, part in that. He's iconic for even being in the Spider-Man movies, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And when apparently they're bringing him back for the new one. He like, was no Spider-Man or Superman? He was, was in um. It was a Spider Man where he played like a um. The news guy, right? Uh, James he was in jo- a Tobey Maguire. What was his name? James Jonas, something like that. Like yeah, Jonas, yeah, yeah, like the Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. Like okay, okay. Yeah, he man. was one of the highlights of the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans, and they brought him back at the end of uh, the sequel to the uh, Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, yes. They brought him back, and then they're bringing him back again in No Way Home. And I guess he's reprising his role again. Of course, he was like um, Commissioner Gordon for his short little stint in like the Justice League or whatever, man. Like, um, of course, Juno was probably one of my favorite parts that he played uh, when um, when she was then Ellen Page mm-hmm. before she did her transformation, and he was playing like the father, oh, like of her, like yeah. getting pregnant as a teen. Like this dude is just. Is like, Juno worth watching? By the way, Tommy. Fuck yes, it's worth okay. watching. Man, right. this is an amazing. I, movie. I remember the hype about that. I, I never got around to watch. If you that. don't, okay. if not for nothing else, man, Jason fucking Bateman. Yeah, like Jason, he's not bad. He's not bad. You, all right, we're going to talk after this. Yeah, right? I, like, I like Jason That was Bates. last yeah. 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 Right. You got to watch Ozark. Yeah. And, oh, all right, hot take, just because you brought that up. I think Ozark, its first episode of the first season, was the greatest first episode of any first season I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh you just the first time watching it? No, I, saying a lot. I, watched, I rewatched it last night because I, you know how you go into the YouTube uh-huh. rabbit hole of YouTube yeah. clips, and I saw the Ozark clips. I was like, Man, let me let me watch the first. Uh, I didn't like, know you uh, was watch, on Ozark like that. No, because I started like season. I started season one, and then I kind of like fell off like halfway mm-hmm. through. But I watched like the first episode of the first season. Uh-huh. That episode was fucking intense. Yeah. Intense. It was so well written. Man, yeah. Jason Bateman is such an underrated he, dramatic actor. He, he really and lead, apparently yeah. he won an Emmy like this past year for directing in Ozark. Really? Damn. Yeah. So yeah. Man, so apparently season what are you on season four now. This is the third, might be the fourth one, January twenty second. Yeah, right, yeah. Yep, so yep. yeah, so apparently Jason Bateman apparently has a great career ahead of him, like being a yeah. director. So oh, shout out to Jason Bateman. Job. It's not funny, ha ha, Jason Bateman. This no, is this ain't serious. Team, team yeah. Wolf two, Jason. Yeah, Bateman, yeah. Bro. This is great. This is great. <laughs> yeah. No, like, but once again, shout out to J.K. Simmons, man. Like, and, and uh, apparently his peak when he won this Oscar was. Uh, have y'all seen the movie Whiplash? Yes, that was great. They'll like, last smacking the shit out of a drum student. I love that, yeah, that movie. Yeah. If you watch your good. asshole tighten like the entire movie, man, watch Whiplash. Man, that movie was so damn tense. I, I enjoyed that a lot. I so really enjoyed it. Tense, One of my coworkers man. recommended that to me, and it blew me away. That was a very good movie. And he Whiplash was, was awesome. He was perfect for that damn role, Big man, time. because he has like the perfect like 
like like voice when he's screaming at people, man. Tough nose plus, teacher. this was going through a phase where he was getting like real jacked up for whatever reason. He got like super fucking buff, and then he got his fucking arms popping out of his little turtleneck and shit. Like <laughs> this, this dude was on for some shit back then. But Whiplash was probably his greatest performance that I've seen. Yes, so if you far. appreciate good acting. Just for J.K. Simmons and Whiplash, that's worth watching. That was freaking great. Yeah, and of course he was in Tomorrow War. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, he was yeah, great. Ned, yeah, yeah. yeah, played the dad. Yeah, good no, role. Man, good so role. he 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 has he has a great career like ahead of him, and he has some great roles behind him, man. So y'all need to go check him out, man. Really show him some love, man. Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons, yeah. man, he's gonna be around for a while, and that's. That's one of my top ten actors right there, mm-hmm. so I appreciate him to the fullest, man. So I'm shout glad to you showed him some love, Tommy. Yeah, yeah Jake very Simmons, underappreciated. Thank, you. thank yeah. you for all that you've done, man. He's, he's, he's a national treasure, absolutely. Absolutely he is, man. All right, man, let's let's get to uh, binge-worthy. Y'all got any shows? Because I, I only have one. I, I did see I got they, one myself. I did see they brought the Tiger King back. My wife told me about no, that I didn't bullshit, watch none man. of it. I hadn't, I, that's the only thing I've been noticed lately. If there was ever a yeah. moment where I looked at my wife like, man, me and you ain't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. They just like the ratchetness this of like this dude. This is like the second year like, in a row she brought up Tiger King to me. And I, yeah. give, I give less than two fucks about Care this. Care about this dude at all. Season, What's yeah. Terrible. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Who gives don't a fuck? Don't trust yeah. that bitch, Carol Baskin. That bitch is evil. But anyways, they, they got some kind of second installment of this is out on And Netflix. I guess it's about her? I guess so. I didn't watch any of it. That's the only thing I've been hearing a lot about is Tiger King. I haven't seen the first season because I refuse I watched to fall, the first season. The, yeah. the first season was was really good. Actually. Yeah, really? Watch, yeah. yeah. It sure was. I understand like, what the hype was about. Was I a, remember it was like it was COVID time. People were all had, stuck at home. Yeah, it was perfect for COVID because nobody yes. could go nowhere. Yeah. Like it caught a lick. It got a, it got a hit at the right time. Kind of like how Squid Game kind of came out. Yeah, and everybody yeah. caught a lick with that one. Man, sometimes you just you just catch lightning in the bottle. Like, and I get it. Definitely. But I'm not watching the that chaos that it created, you know, with all the, you know, the drama between him and Carol Baskin. Every, all, I think every woman I know in life loved that. You know what I mean? The, it was the, funny it, to it, watch. Yeah, yeah. And then just to try to see if she really did kill her husband and all oh, that she, stuff. Oh, yeah, so, she killed. Yeah. Oh, for I, I, sure. I saw those episodes. Like, the yeah, Tigers she, ate him. I would not I, be surprised. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. definitely killed her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I But uh, what's his name? Joe Exotic. He was into some shit, too. I mean, so... Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get pardoned. What by a flamer! He tried to, yeah, he was super flamer. Oh yeah, that yeah. was the one time where Donald Trump actually let me down. I was like, yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nope, nothing getting out on my, on nope, my nope. watch. So yeah, you but you don't want to be that president. Yeah, no. So I don't. I I didn't binge watch anything <laughs> lately. So what about you, Ryan? What you got? Any binge worthy? Um, I do. Um, the show I'm going to mention is not a scripted show. It's kind of a documentary style series, um, similar to the uh, Tiger King. Uh, from what I've seen on the internet, don't ask me how I saw it, but it's currently available for watch on Hulu, and it is called 90s, The Deadliest Decade. What? At, uh, they do have an 80s, The Deadliest Decade. Se- well, apparently they just upgraded every year. Like, like Kids Bop? What's happening now? That now, that now. They got little kids singing Tupac songs. <laughs> <laughs> the 2000s. <laughs> I, I really hope n- neither one of you guys have seen the show Hip Hop Harry. Because uh-uh, oh, for the love what the hell is that? Hip Hop Harry. Just, yeah, never mind. Don't That's for kids. It's, yes. Oh, okay. And just imagine a Barney ripoff. No, nope. where they where they have dancing kids to hip hop music. Oh, I'll pass. And they, as long as they have like hip hop yoga classes and shit, like I'm good. <laughs> There's I'm always good. a one white child on there getting blown away by the black kids. <laughs> <laughs> if you need, that. like that one white runner, yeah. like they go against like Hussein Bolt. <laughs> it's it like Sweden and Lane if, Nine. If, if you need to see uh, DJ Khaled made into a kid show and watch 
some of the talented young dancers. It's hilarious. If you need comedy, hip hop, Harry. Yeah. Okay. Com- you'll thank Depend- me later. Depending hip- on how Sean Tommy, hip hop, hip hop, Harry. Well, thank just- me later. You <laughs> will not find a funnier show. You might have to text that to me because I'll probably forget that. <laughs> but this is we're going polar opposite styles. So we've right. got one end of the spectrum to the complete opposite. And this is a, a criminal investigation documentary series dealing with some of the more disturbing cases that happened in the 90s outside of O.J. Simpson. But, uh, well, yeah, that was the Tupac and Biggie phase, like the deadliest 90s, like murders, like O.J. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the 90s were nothing to be fucked mm-mm. with. Yeah, man, people were actually serious back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, two episodes stood out. It's nine-part series, and there were separate, separate criminal cases on each 30-minute episode. So each episode is like a different case? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. They deal with the 80s in one season, 90s. The 90s season, which is currently on Hulu, it's the only season I've watched in its entirety, season one through episode one through nine. The two episodes that stood out, which made me put this on this list, dealt with one case that took place in Madison, Indiana, mm. which is about three hours south of us, currently in Fort Wayne, close to the Louisville border. Uh, dealt with the murder of a middle schooler by the name of Shonda Shur- Shurier. I had to write her name down. Never heard that. Never heard that case. It, it probably made national headlines for a week at the time, but oh, okay. You, me, and Sean were probably only about five years old when it happened. Oh, okay. But it dealt with a uh, a group of eighth graders who uh, eighth grade females who um, were lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two of them were in a relationship. One of them ended up breaking up with one uh, another female. And started showing attraction to another one. And the one who got broken up with was dealing in witchcraft. And she was kind of like the knucklehead. And, oh, which shit. we all which we all knew growing up. There was always that knucklehead part. So she started talking about witchcraft and Satanism and all that shit. And I'm she, like, oh, I she, know where this is going. She was into that. And because she was so heartbroken about her girlfriend in eighth grade breaking up with her. She sent another girl to that girl's house at around 9 o'clock at night. To knock on the door and say, hey, such and such wants to talk to you. She says he misses you. And the girl trusted her, walked outside, and she came and got in the car. And she was met with a knife to her throat in the back seat. And she ended up getting burned alive in the woods. It happened in Madison, Damn, that went left that really sounds quick. familiar. It's, it's disturbing. Yeah. It is so disturbing. But I promise you, it, it pretty much details why. Uh, it deals with the bad side of human nature, but it also deals with some of the good side. We see law enforcement doing good work to solve this case. And you really see how desires and certain um, evils within all of us, which some people can't overcome, uh, take a turn for the worst. That, that don't fall in love in eighth grade. I had a crush in the fifth grade. Well, yeah, it's a and crush, Whitney, man. If, it's just a, it's just a yeah, but I, I would never delve that far. And, Whitney, if you're out there and not married, come holla at I still got a crush on you. What the fuck? And Marcy, Marcy, yeah, you too. I seen how fine. Thank you, Sean, by the way. What's that? Uh, we, there was some girl that stayed out by my old parents' house out north. We're not going to mention her name here, but she's a big Trump supporter. And me and you used to hang out at her house. Okay. She went to Snyder with my first girlfriend in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Marcy, if you're single and not married. Holla at your boy. <laughs> sorry, 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 April. Sorry. 
So we'll let you do that. Don't let her hear this. Yeah, not doing. I might die tonight. I might die tonight. But and but I do with with the division United States with the there's there's a certain aspect of United States with deals with the glorification of the military as well. There's another story in here with a Navy guy, a Navy male, who ended up being gay and didn't want to tell his mom that he was gay. And two Navy men, while they were in port in Japan, stomped this guy to death in a bathroom. And the Navy kind of shoved that under the table. Those two people who stomped that dude's face down because he was gay, they ended up not even doing any jail time. The The Navy tried to shove that on the table. So it's not it's not all stars and stripes. Hoorah! Support your, support your. when when bad deeds are done. It need, no matter what you're no matter who you're working for, it needs to be punished. And this kind of this show pretty much details how justice can actually be served, no matter how tough the circumstances are. And it sounds grim how I'm describing it, mm-hmm. but I promise you, it's an entertaining watch, and it really shows the good side of human nature above all. It's called '90s: The Deadliest Decade." You delves into some of the more disturbing criminal cases within the '90s, but how justice was ultimately served, and it kind of gives you faith in humanity at the end of it. Uh, it's not yeah. it's not a scripted show, but I think anybody who has any interest in criminology and detective work, it's a good show. I do like those crime shows, man. Um... Yeah, what was the one? Um, confession tapes. You ever watch that? On oh that yeah, game? oh yeah. I, I like that kind of shit, man. Just watch to see like like who gets away with it, man. How they confess, yada yada yada, man. It, it, but then again, based on what happened recently in our justice system, the what's the one kid? Rittenhouse. Name? Oh yeah, with, with the him with the AK. Away with, I can't believe oh, that. My, I cannot work. fucking believe like, oh, that shit happened. Well, right. I can't. Is, I can't believe. I can't believe this is because United. they did convict like the um, the Aubrey. Um, yeah, they got all three of them. Yeah, yeah, they got all three of those. I was like, all right, this but nice that would have never happened unless somebody had a cell phone footage of that. Yeah. If there was no, if if the average well, citizen did. didn't have a video camera, well, they did. They they have a lot of stuff on video of us getting killed, and they still somehow get away with it. Yeah. Like, what was the dude that got choked? If you out? got a badge, yeah, the dude who got choked out in New York. Um, what was his name? I can't remember. For selling name. loose cigarettes. Yeah, man, he got chosen. Selling loose. Yeah, even though, that, even though that move is like a barred from um, police officers. Yes. They, like, like, Some guy in Minnesota got pulled over. Oh, remember he got shot? In, 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 in the past, he was going car. He was a license carrying. Yes, like, the cop over. said, do you have a gun in the car? He, he said, said yes. yes, and I have a license. Cop said, show me. He reached for it. Put five in his chest. Damn. That shows that the cops just have a problem. The whole point of being a police officer is that you're not supposed to be like, I know it sounds fucked yeah. up to say like you're not supposed to care, but you're trained to be calm. At, right, like, right. Um, in Protect tense moments. To serve. You yeah. can't be out of control like like right. some people are like meth heads or whatever, man. You're supposed to be, you're trained to remain calm. Exactly. It shows like mm-hmm. you've you got some very bad training. Right. And, and at the very least, man, y'all need to put y'all taser, man, like mm-hmm. a little bit closer to like y'all, y'all, y'all draw point or something like that. Because and I'm glad you said that, and they And they have an issue with that too, though. They had an issue where they were trying to say that they pulled their taser and pulled the gun instead you know what i mean like there was a guy in new york shot the dude in the subway he he did That's an a accident good michael b jordan yeah, movie he actually. pulled the gun out but pulled uh, he thought he was gonna tase Fruitville him station pulled his gun out Listeners. and shot the guy and it was like oh and jumped back but the dude died crazy, yeah. but that cop went to prison for that though they got his a black guy they did. They he, did. not the, the white cop shot the black guy but he was saying i accidentally pulled my 
actual gun instead of my taser. That's training. And but right what hand, they, and left hand. What they do is make the taser bright yellow, so there's no mistake in it for the black glock. And somebody's like, handcuffed. Right. Why would you need right. to pull him on the first? Right. Place? Why are you yeah. going to taser on his him on his? Yeah. Isn't he, there a yeah. big weight difference too? Yeah. It's always you totally can't tell what you pull it. Yeah. One feels like an actual gun, like a metal, and the one feels like kind of like a, a, right. a Nerf gun, I guess. Right. So they know. put them on opposite sides so you can't get mistaken. They, they, they don't carry them on the same side. Oh, yeah. the and that's my biggest yeah. issue of this, because well, how does somebody with an MR-15 on his back... Right, running how, around the how, street. Yeah. How do we see cops drive past well, him on camera? saying that he was You're out not- there... Erasing graffiti off the sidewalk and shit. Man, get the fuck out. What, an AK? They were, what, what? They were responding yeah. to a shooting, yeah. and we don't see any footage of him saying, drop the Have gun, you seen the hands video? down. Yes. Have you seen that? There's somebody, somebody was like chasing, he was chasing somebody, or somebody was chasing him, they went around the back side of a car, the next, you know, boop, 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 you hear him, and then he come running out, and then some dude with a skateboard, you know, he saw it. I don't know what mattered it made, mattered to him, but he wanted to hit the dude with the skateboard. He tried and to hit him. House with... wasn't the only person in the wrong that night. No, no, but no, it no, was no, the no. the police response that yeah. pisses me off the most. Yeah, because if there they just is told him to put his hands up, they just moved him out the he way. Did. Yeah, they moved yeah. him out the way. He, yeah. he did not get interrogated in yeah. that city that night. Yeah. He drove home with the same yep. gun, yep. and he got arrested the next day. Can you imagine a black man they would have walking shot us up? With a There's no missile. way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get, that, that's yeah. where a lot of the right. anger is coming from. Right. And he he's not from Wisconsin. He's from Illinois. He drove to Wisconsin. Yes. Talk about he's in the community. He's yes. part of the community. He's not part of the community. Well, they said, well, his dad lives here. He, he didn't work at the place Illinois. he was protecting. Yeah, you know I mean, I can't go back to South Carolina where my parents' family is from and do some shit. But all my cousins live here. I'm from the community. No, he drove there. I mean, it's just a big mess. It was just yeah, a big it is mess. A mess. Yeah. It was so, nasty. It yeah, was absolutely it was nasty. nasty. Black right. folks, you know what America is. Right. It's Wisconsin. They let him off. You know what I mean? So there's and don't. There's a lot of good people of all races here, but yep. there is a disparity in the justice systems, and this highlights that. This this Rittenhouse case highlights the disparity in the justice system. There's a double standard mm-hmm. if if you look a certain way. Well, you look Dominican. You might get away with it. I got it the worst. I don't fit in no That's close enough. That's close enough. Yeah, you, you like Pete Davis. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't know what race you is. Yeah, that's close like, enough. You other. <laughs> he, like, got Jay, uh, he got Kim Kardashian, though. So. How yeah. the fuck did yeah. right, I, know. I don't understand that. I am not going to get sidetracked with He know. must have. Never mind. I don't know. It's all for publicity. Let's move on because I have. Have so many thoughts Those on right. the big ass titties. Oh, oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna say it in some I'm, I'm, uh, Sorry, man. Uh, I didn't mean to say that. I'm not sure what uh, what standards are in the show. Right. No standards, man. Just you like what you like, man. So whatever. <laughs> All right, but I have one binge worthy for you guys. I only seen one episode of this. Um, I'm debating if I actually want to purchase Showtime to actually finish this show, but apparently this show is really captivating. It's called Yellow Jackets and I found it on uh, I believe Hulu and I think they give you like one episode as like a like a sample or whatever though to watch this is make sure that you're intrigued by it and if you mm-hmm. you want to subscribe to like the Showtime app or whatever and keep watching it. I'm really close to it, man, because Yellow Jackets is basically like a basically the background of the show is like um there's these um girls like um they're grown now but it flashes back to like, when they were in like high school they were like this uh, championship soccer team, whatever. But apparently on their way back from their um, championship game, 
their plane went down and apparently they went missing for apparently a long time. They never said how long they were gone, but apparently it was a long time they were missing. And now that they're grown, people are starting to ask about like, Hey, what happened when you guys were in the woods for that long, man? Cause obviously all of you didn't survive. Like who died in the crash? Like who died in the cold or whatever? Cause they crashed in the mountains. It was freezing and shit. Like, like what happened to you guys? Like who, like how did they, how did such and such die or whatever? And now all that shit's starting to come up. And apparently like the surviving girls have like a pack, like, we're never going to talk about what happened out there. Mm. No talking to reporters. Don't talk to your parents, like your boyfriend, girl, nothing. Like, you can't talk to anybody what happened because it's, yeah. because it's starting to show, like, they did some really fucked up shit because in the first episode, you see, like, a girl running through the, like, the, um, the woods with the snow and everything, and apparently they made, like, a little trap or whatever, like, like fucking Predator or whatever. And then Ooh. you see the girl drop into the trap, and there's, like, all these little spikes that killed yeah. them. And then you see, like, all these uh, girls, like, uh, they're in, like, their little uh, mass or whatever with, like, the fur and all this other shit. They dragged her out, they cooked her, and they ate her. Oh, What Lord. the hell? This show is fucking nuts, man. This yeah, show is fucking... Yellow Jack. I've never heard it's of It's called it. Yellow Jackets because this is the name of their uh, soccer team, their high school soccer team. They Wait were, a minute. They were called the Yellow Jackets. Wait a minute. There was a movie in the 90s based on a true story about people that resorted to camp. There was a soccer team from another country. That... Might be. It might be. This has got to be influenced this, by This it. was based in like America, so they might be flipping it a little bit. It was like another country that did that. But this one was, I think, it had, what's the chick name from um, Natural Born Killers? Uh, Juliet Lewis, something like that? Yes, yep. Yeah, she's, right. she's in the show. And uh, there's some other people in there, but they're like they're kind of like the little B-list, C-list actors, whatever. But she's like the main one that I recognize from the show. And it shows her like rehab as an adult all fucked up and like trying to get her life together or whatever. And everybody else kind of moved on with their life. One became like a politician or whatever. One became a stay-at-home mom. Very interesting. It's a very interesting like concept. And the first episode was, was fucking dope as shit, man. I... I can't tell you, man. This, this show has me really like questioning, like, what the fuck is going to go on for the next few episodes? It kind of like caught me, kind of like how um, Clickbait caught me on the first mm-hmm. episode. It's kind of like that for this one for me, because I'm like, oh damn, like, I like where they're going with this, man, because that whole deceptive, like, we have a secret background, like, kind of shit, kind of gets to me, and of course, like. Um, when they do like uh, we did some fucked up shit as a kid like I know what you did last summer kind of shit mm-hmm. Past hold, coming, catching up with we you. have to hold this right. secret we have to find out like what happened I'm really trying to figure out who killed who right. in the mountains I never heard of this because yeah. the concept of like cooking somebody and eating them is just like disturbing as fuck yes disturbing as fuck it gotta be true desperation yeah, that's kind of like Book of Eli kind of shit, like biblical shit. Yeah. Like, you ain't never going to survive. <laughs> right. You but... guys never saw that, that movie in the 90s, based on a true story, that plane crash in, in those in those mountains? And they were start. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But they had, this is a true story, and they had to resort to cannibalism. They had to eat their teammates. Or, and whoever died first, they would, they, would, they would eat them to survive. They Half the soccer team ended up being found. That was... Like, uh, they agreed to... Yes, they... Yes. Like, because the way the way that this show is doing it, it doesn't look very civilized or whatever. It looks like, oh, you just got outvoted. You better get your ass over here. Well, they, we got the salt and pepper shaker over here. <laughs> we they were in a warmer environment than the movie I'm referring to. They were in the snowy, cold ass mountains, and okay. that was an absolute last resort. And uh, they just saw other people survive off of that, and they did because they had to. But. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm I, not gonna put. I, I think I, I left my phone in my show you know, in my car. I wonder what you know. Like they said, like if you eat humans, it messes your body up. Uh, yeah, that's why they that's caught Jeffrey natural. Dahmer because he shook a lot. 
Really? Because of is the, that what they did in Book Eli? Yeah. Like people they eat like yeah. they were shaking. Yeah, like yeah, shakes yeah. That's yeah. How you know. Something about his he shook a lot. His nerves were messed up, and they they were saying, "Let's you, 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 something about our our blood or our iron and the iron in our blood or something messes like, what yeah. messes human up." <laughs> so yeah, it's sick. Very yeah, sick. It's, it's uh. sick. Oh, well, I'm sorry for that gruesome background. And but. Jeffrey Dahmer went to Ohio State, so <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, my <laughs> hatred grows even further. He did go. Oh man, no love shown for you. Yeah, you guys. No cool love. You, I'm never All right, this man. Go. That, that's Beetlejuice, man. That's like the third time you worked like Ohio State or whatever into the fucking conversation about movies. <laughs> it's, it's a good week. It's a good week uh, for Michigan fans. Y'all win one damn. All right, man. That's I'm, a big I'm, deal. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to let y'all have y'all win because apparently yeah. this is a big deal. We're yeah. an underdog for yeah. this game. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. Right. Shout All out right. to y'all. Whatever. All right, whatever. Move on. What we got next? All right, man. Let's get to now showing, man. Now let's, let's get to what I've been trying to get to for the past couple of weeks because we all, well, me and you saw yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. I'm, I'm not sure where I you, still have not seen it yet. I'm yeah. sorry. You are but missing, missing out. out. Okay. All right. And, and this credit is to you and Sean for and influencing me to give it a chance because now, I had no I, desire I, now, to. Now, what is your love for the I – mean, we talked about Ghostbusters a couple of weeks ago. You really liked the first one and the second one, right? I would say if on a scale from 1 to 10, my love for Ghostbusters 1 and 2 with the Bill Murray and Harold Ramesses, 9.5. So I think you would – I think he would like this. I'm you just, would yeah, absolutely yeah, love yeah, yeah, what they did. Yeah. Whoever wrote this script, it was, they um, did a brilliant job of actually working in Harold Ramis into the story. Oh, definitely. Depth. So, so Who's the, deceased? So the idea, Harold Ramis into the story. I, the, I'm, t- I'm telling you, you got to watch it. The way they do the – the way they work him in in the beginning – and in the end, even though that he's dead in real life, mm-hmm. how they worked him in, fucking Super. brilliant. So the oh, guy who brilliant. directed right. the first two is his son. I heard that. His I did son hear that. is doing the, this that's, one. That's, so. a, that's a nice little tidbit because yeah. I didn't know that was his son. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah, because was he, was he I, even I, alive when the first one came out? I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was. He might be a little bit older than us. He yeah. a kid. He but might was, be around our it age. It was nice how they kept the, like, the family like, uh, tradition going of like, directing the Ghostbusters movie and having the son taking over for the father. It, it, it was really good. He yeah. did a really good job. This movie. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Harold, hold on. I'm drawing a blank on who directed Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman. Yeah, it wasn't Harold Reitman. Harold Reitman and um, Dan Aykroyd wrote it. But yes, the director yes. was Ivan Reitman and his son. Yes, Reitman. Reitman. There you go. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. But I would say Ghostbusters Afterlife was probably it. Well, it is the biggest fucking surprise that I've seen this Super year. Man. Everybody that I've seen it with all said the same thing. They love. I was shocked about you guys' than, positive reaction. You saw it more than once, then. Oh yeah, I seen it three times already. God, damn, damn it. I need to go back to see it. But yeah. I enjoyed yeah, it. Watch, yeah. Watching it again, man, it was really. You guys really, got me excited. Now, I, I got to check. Now, this. We can we can go this weekend, man, because right. I I want to see it again because it is really right. really fucking. Right. They did a good job bringing every little. More, a lot of things back to the nostalgia of the Ghostbusters. Wait, and we, we stayed till the after. Uh, they had the end credits. Both, yeah. They had two after credits. What okay. was the last credit, though? I'm the one sure. with uh, Ernie Hudson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And now Ernie, oh, oh, hold on. I haven't I'm seen it yet, guys. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Well, so, you're going to stay. It's not like a big ass for like Marvel, no, whatever, no, leading no. to another one, but it, it, it'll, it'll give you like a nice little um, fill of nostalgia. Okay. Watching all this other shit. And they bring back. It, it it was mainly like a sequel to the first one. They brought back everybody but Rick yeah. Moranis. So they, they kind of skipped. They didn't really talk about the second Ghostbusters, but they talked about the first one 
more like this was like a sequel to like the first one kind of maybe they could be a sequel to the second or 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 what would be the third installment or whatever okay but yeah. then skip the girls version and went right to this but, yeah. but there's that. a little girl i forgot her name right but her name her, she plays phoebe she's the granddaughter to harold ramus and she's super smart just like him like everything just like him yep. awkward as hell Beat you know I mean? yeah 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 uh, I can't remember her name, but she plays. She's the main focal point in this movie. She had a hell of hell of a job. She's pretty much the brains of the movie. Her brother is the dude from Stranger Things, a little kid from It, but the glasses. You remember It, uh, the little kid part? Oh, uh, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, the, yeah. And he's in here. Okay. He's older, of course. But man, what a hell of a job! This was. I, I, this was funny. It was creative. It had um, what's the ball dude we talked about that played the sheriff? Oh, Bookie Woodbine is in there. Oh, I thought that he's was, still getting rolled. He is. He I, is. I thought that, he was, is. that was the biggest surprise. Like, yeah, whoa, I've yeah. seen. Like, I, and yeah. we were just talking about it like the week before. So that yeah, was very was odd. Very ironic. Yeah. Shout out to the Gap Teeth out there. That's what I'm talking but, about. But I mean, without trying to give it, giving you the spoilers is is hard because it, to, to really talk about it, just to say this, it it. it, it Encapsulated word you like it encapsulates all the other Ghostbusters. <laughs> I will never do yeah, that word. Yeah, yeah, it encapsulates all the other Ghostbuster movies. It make you feel like this was this was definitely a Ghostbuster movie. The mom that the mom is a the daughter to Harold Ramis, who, who passed away. Uh, Egon's character, Egon, yeah, Egon. Um, he's the the brains of the him and Dan Aykroyd, pretty much the brains. They're of course they're old now, and he moved to like this country house in Oklahoma, way the hell out of nowhere, and he had. You know, his reasons why he did what he did, I won't tell you. But it just add up. It all adds up. Paul Rudd, I wish he was in it more. Forgot he was He in was it. hilarious in this. Mm-hmm. Like, super. He fit perfectly. You know what I mean? He kind of feeling kind of, what's the guy name um, uh, the, that played in? Rick Moranis. Rick, he was like the Rick Moranis, whatever his Moranis. Yeah, yeah, he pretty uh, much yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like the fill-in for him. You know what I mean? So Sweet. everything worked for me. Ah, shit, man, I had a good time. I only seen it once, but... For what I remember, it was great. It was funny, everything. I mean, kept you on the edge of the seat. You guys got me excited. To see yeah, it, it was a Ghostbuster. When they bring the car out, that just make your hair on your arms stand up. When they bring mm-hmm. the, the, what's they call the, um, what do they call their car? E- e- uh, Echo Gambit or something? Echo One. Echo One, yeah. That make your, when they start playing that, and you know, they they added a little twist to the car here and there, but it was super dope. They had the little marshmallow guys back. Uh, which was the Stay Puft Marshmallow, the huge one. It had little versions of him. Oh, you saw that on the trailer, though. I did. Those, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evil dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick but the actual plot made sense. The plot made sense. To it was me. a great. Yeah. It was yeah. a great fucking yeah. story that they wrote. It yeah. was brilliant. I don't say that very often, but yeah. it was brilliant how they worked everything. Together. Right. They brought a lot of man. stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I really want to watch it with you this weekend, like, man, just so I can see you. Watch I will. That I'll movie. make time. Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters one and two are my favorite movies. Both one of my favorite movies. I give it. A, I give it a four brownie points out of five. Ghostbusters, man, solid. Yeah, it, it's definitely aimed towards the kids somewhat, but it, it bring back a lot of stuff for us. You know, they remember watching it as we were kids. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it does it do def- something new as well. They do something new for sure, but they yeah. brung back some familiar things. You're gonna be like, oh, oh, okay, that makes sense, mm-hmm. and then you you're really gonna like some of the stuff they brung back. You know what I mean? Because so. if you I just say you like the first Ghostbusters. is not always a good thing. The first, the first Ghostbusters, you, you're gonna really like this one. Okay, so, I'm yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah. If I had to give it a grade, I'd say it was probably a four point seven out of five. And damn, one this, of the best movies you've seen yeah, this year. Then yeah. right now, this is my movie of the year. Wow. This, what? This is my top. And movie you told of the year. me you saw Wrath of Man. I saw Wrath of Man. This one beats out Wrath of Man. 
This good is, God, Tom. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not overselling this at all. If anything, I'm underselling it. Yeah. This movie was fucking great, and apparently, the audience really loved it because it's, they it made like what we it made 44 million, which is mm-hmm. less than what we what I quoted for. But 60. bigger than I expected. Much so, bigger than so what you expected. won that bet, even though I didn't say it wouldn't make 60. Now, you, did you see it, the second week numbers? No, I didn't see it. 35 million. Wow, what? That, that shows you how that's a well, great hold. I know that is the lowest drop I think they had like all year from first week to second week. This are from, you serious? 35 I, million second. It week. made 35 million the oh second week. 44 million the first I week. I didn't see that. That shows there. you like how well how receptive people are to this movie. That's a big and deal. In emotion- the COVID era, that's yeah. a big deal. There's some emotional <laughs> stuff going on in here. It's gonna have you a little teary eyed here got, and there. It, yeah, it, it yeah. caught me at the end. Yeah. I definitely got teary eyed at the end. Yeah, I was like, oh man, and a Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's a Ghostbusters. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, like I like I'll just say just to give you a little bit like the way that they worked uh, Hell Ramis into this movie mm. was fucking wait a brilliant. minute it was fu- now, it was now, so hold on, fucking okay good. let's yeah, not yeah, talk yeah, about that yeah. he's dead but Hell Ramis is worked into they this movie. they worked him into the entire yeah, movie they 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 yeah it was t- it was dope use your imagination man yeah yeah they the dude that do wrote anything. this he needs a fucking Oscar because this was a great fucking screenplay right I've never even I've never even heard of somebody trying to write in a dead character like this. It completely was dead, how. and they worked him in now, the entire he, movie. He said the son, Ivan Reitman's son, said that his dad was with him at all times during making the movie, and he okay. said it was frustrating because he was trying not to loaf it up. Exactly. His dad was like, nah, it's not going to work. You can't do it like that. <laughs> and he said it was very hard to work. But he said it's like having your dad come to your job and stand next to you yeah, while you do everything. That would be the worst. Right, right. So he said his dad was on hands-on just to make sure he didn't loaf up his masterpieces. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't mess up. He said, I wasn't going to mess it up. I grew up on Ooh, Ghostbusters. That's, that's you know what I mean? So, big shoe yeah, to fill. Yeah, so. He yeah. filled them and then so yeah. then, if they make another one, I'm going to go see it so fucking Well, that's a whole new cast of Ghostbusters now. You Which know? is part so, of the, the charm of the original. Yeah. Because yeah. that cast is what propelled that. I mean, yeah, if it wasn't for that cast, the original two Ghostbusters movies would not be as good as they are. Right. That and cast the, and the awesome. show where they where they went to of course, they're like senior citizens now. You know what I mean? To show mm-hmm. how their life. I didn't even know out. the original cast member showed up. So Bill Murray's in this movie. I won't saying. say. I won't say. I won't say. But I'll just say that to show that how they still had a, their hands on it at some point. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, it's, it's dope. It's super dope. That's just saying, like, you love the first one the most, you're going to like this one because it really goes with the first one the more than anything. So. I'm excited. You yeah. guys it, really pumped. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah, I want to watch I, it again now. I know. God, I, make my hair. I know. Because in the movie we were talking, we were like, that. my hair on my arms was, staring, was standing up because I it just brung back Ghostbusters for me. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it just brought all that back into the forefront. We just talked about it before that, and it just it hit home. It was like, man, this is this now. This is Ghostbusters. I'm glad they so, nailed it. I'm yeah. happy to hear that. Now guys. it's got the kids, a lot of kids and shit in it, but that the kid with, uh, with the podcast, the dude, one of the kids' name is Podcast of all the things. There's He's, a character he, in this movie he, called Podcast. It works. It works. Yeah. Ask Tommy. It works. It works. So he they did a great job, man. I yeah. swear, man. You you will not be disappointed watching this movie if you want to really feel like you're watching like a continuation. They call it. I think they, the story writers call it, they call it like a soft reboot where they're mm. like bringing in like new characters, but they want to kind of like tug it in from like the old one. Like yeah. you feel like it's, it is a continuation story, but it's like a soft reboot because it's such a big of a gap. Yeah. Like how they're carrying it on to the, from one to the other. And when they, when they first find the proton packs, oh man, my God. I, I jumped, I wanted to jump up out of my seat because when they tell you to switch me on, man, that's dope, man. They pull that thing out. Oh my God. I always wanted one as a kid. 
for proton pack, man. That shit. Is I had dope. a proton pack. I wanted one badly. I had so. one of those. You had, had one of those. The little foam one. at the end. Where <laughs> I never like had one. I had the ghost trap. I had. Uh, I, I wanted one of those trap. too. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. had all that. Yeah. Oh my god! So. I would have made so much money if I kept that shit. Damn serious. Man, yeah, but shout out to. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, man. Right now, that is when we do our end of the year wrap up show. Right now, that is still my movie of the year. It leapfrog um, a quiet place. Really? And Candyman? 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 It it leapfrog all that because I was so damn surprised that they wrote it so well. They did a great job. I I still saw some goofy things that knocked it just a little bit. Well, the first Ghostbusters had some goofy things. Yeah, but when the kids were kind of just picking up the damn proton packs and they were like the black girl. She came out of the house with the proton pack. She never picked it up. I'm like, all right. Now she I was kind of thinking about myself, like, where are these proton packs? I know. How the hell she know how to use it? Like, that would have blew. She would have blew them all up. She would have cut everybody in half. But just besides the goofiness, the plot was dope. The, the creative writing was just amazing. They really brought it home for me. If it's entertaining, yeah, I'm it was entertaining. It was entertaining for sure. So Paul Rudd alone is going to have you entertained, entertained in this. So right. Slimer is back. Oh, it's dope. It's yeah, dope. McKenna Grace, uh, the daughter of Egon in this movie, she 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 killed it. Yeah, she killed it. She really did kill it, man. She did a really good. Yeah, job. Yeah, she's his granddaughter. Yeah, granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. yeah, granddaughter. My bad. Yeah. Man. But she did a really good job, man. The kids really carried the movie. Like you really don't feel like you're watching like a kids movie. You really feel like you're watching a continuation of a Ghostbusters right, film. Right, right. That sounds. And like it still have you know Ghostbusters had just a tiny bit of spookiness. For it us is. as kids. So I can see yeah. where kids could see this. But, ooh, this is a little spooky. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit spooky. You know what I mean? Not for that. us. But as a kid, we watched Ghostbusters. We're like, all right, Ghostbusters. Those kinda dogs kind of scary. scary. Oh, the, yeah. the ghost, the librarian in the first one. I was like, oh, shit. That's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, those so, dogs. It feels yeah. like they used, like, the original dog that they used in the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It really did look just like they the They looked one. just, yeah. They did kind of look just like them. Yeah, so. It was. The key master and the gatekeeper. gatekeeper. Yeah, they're back. Yep, yep. So. It's super dope, man. They did a good job. I'm so. looking forward to this. I guys. swear, man. The mom was getting on my nerves, though, because she didn't want to believe shit. Oh, just well, They always really have to be that skeptical. Somebody always got to yeah. be until they see some shit. You know oh. what? You know what? The one thing that they did in this movie that I hated that they did in the first two Ghostbusters is always like that over the top man, like, um, hated guy in the movie. The first one was like when the guy wanted to shut off the... They had two of those, yeah. yeah. And, then one, and then the second one was the guy who got him the like... Building, the, the building inspector? Yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. like that one over-the-top man, like, I'm, I'm never gonna believe. Put them in jail exactly. right now. You yeah. know what I, mean? I guess it would be Bo-Key yeah. Woodbine, but he was barely there. But yeah, it, it was he, he kind of was They that. kept it open, yeah. they kept the storyline like flowing, it wasn't mm-hmm. nothing slowing it down. It felt like a nice, smooth right. movie and it was very right. entertaining and funny. Mm-hmm. Now, don't funny. spoil too much for me, guys, but right. there's if I do have a pet peeve with blockbuster filmmaking nowadays, I'm instantly turned off if I see any hint if the finale of the movie deals with a laser beam shooting into the sky. Laser beam shooting into the sky. One of my favorite movies of the past 10 years is Spider-Man Into the, into the Universe and the old um, worn-out Spider-Man. Spider uh, Peter B. Parker said he calls it a uh, oh I mean, he ca- okay, I a goober. About. There's always a goober in the movie, and they remade Ninja Turtles. That movie ended with a beam shooting into the sky. I hated that Suicide Squad that came out with Will Smith. Where at the end of the movie there was a beam shooting into the sky, and on the poster for this new Ghostbusters, I see mm. 
the Ghostbusters car. What do you mean a beam shooting into the sky? Well, you know how we're, they have like that big ass like strobe light, or whatever that's shooting. Like, yes, they have down. to. There, there's like, some in, mechanism in, 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 in that they have to destroy. Okay, okay, okay. Like they they like they have like that uh, that beam shooting down, and of course, like the plane goes up into it. And, like you know, there's always like that one like yeah, Suicide Squad. Well, we can't really talk about Suicide because it's such hate, a bad movie. That yeah. was so, Will Smith yeah. Suicide was yeah. terrible. Ninja Turtles remake. With the CGI turtles. Can you talk about something else, man? Like, I, I was just asking, is there a beam? Because that poster that it. I saw, dealt, they showed, that's, that was on that poster. A, a blue beam shooting into the sky, which the original Ghostbusters had. That was one of the main plot points. But it, it wasn't worn out when it came out back in the early 80s. That has been, That's not going to ruin a movie for me, but it's just one pet peeve. I was just asking. Okay. I don't recall. Okay, I'm happy. If, if you guys don't remember a beam I, I'm for the finale of the movie, if there's not a giant blue, red, or I can't remember, beam. but then again, we don't want to give you spoilers okay, because I, 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 a lot I, happened I, at the end. Let me tell you what to look for. Look for when Paul Rudd is a substitute teacher. It's going to have you rolling. There was <laughs> oh, some yeah. stuff he was doing. I was like, what? How is this in the movie? Like, it's <laughs> funny as shit. Like, right, super right. funny. But yeah. I, I guarantee you, man, you will... If you don't put this in your top five after watching it, man, then I, I, I'm, I'm just going to shut up about anything Dark Knight related for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's my bet right there. You, or it should I, be nothing but positive when we're talking about the Dark Knight. No, man. Well, Dark Knight, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Also, King Richard, if you get a chance. Have you seen that? Yeah. King Richard. The, the, uh, Will Smith movie. The, the, uh, okay. Venus That's Arena. something I watched. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I have not yeah. seen it. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, man. So that's that's it for National I really didn't watch any other movie other than King Richard for the past Me couple too, of weeks because it's, it's been mostly shows. You, neither one of you guys seen the Halle Berry uh, uh-uh. mixed martial arts movie? No. 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 What about Wesley Snipes' Kevin Hart movie on Netflix? Oh, no. I was going to bring that up next week. Well, that, technically, that's a show. Uh, true story. That's not a movie. No, it's a show. It has like nine, it has nine episodes. I watched. Oh, the, I had no idea. I watched the first episode. I'm not gonna lie, it was actually very entertaining. Wesley Snipes, one of the most versatile actors that we have today, man. He did, he does a really good job, and I do like Kevin Hart. If he wants to listen to me. I'm gonna take credit for this. He does better in dramatic roles. Don't a lot of comedians yeah. do, actually. Yeah, man. I don't know where he goes to. I don't know where they go to where they can dig deeper a little bit, man, and get to another gear of mm-hmm. apparently an acting. Man, when they do dramatic shit, I feel like they do a lot. Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, man, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn. Man, like When comedians oh, yeah. do like dramatic shit, man, it, it seems to stick a little bit better to the ribs, man. You're, I don't know what it is. You're, you're on point with that, Tommy. Yeah, so Absolutely. true story. The first episode that I did see thus far, I was entertained by it. I was, I was actually kind of impressed like how well Kevin Kevin Hart and Wilson Sykes are actually working together. And I think it was uh, Billy Zane that was in the first episode who mm. did the that. Phantom? Movie. Yeah, the, that whack-ass Phantom movie. <laughs> but I was going to bring up Titanic. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's whatever. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, I would recommend y'all watch a True Story. You know, if you're going to go back to Binge Worthy for TV shows, man, True Story was actually pretty damn good so far. So I'll keep y'all posted as the episodes come along. All right. Happy here. Have you both seen uh, that Red notice i think yeah it is. we talked about that a couple weeks yeah, ago yeah, yeah. I was it, it was just i it, it was just the rock me and the rock it was ryan rails me and ryan yeah, Reynolds. yep and it's got gal Gadot in it it, can, it it was entertaining like I, I can watch it a couple of times it's still entertaining man because from somebody who cherishes the theater going experience there's a movie with ryan reynolds he gets 20 million dollars up front i'm not him. watching green lantern you don't need to don't ever watch that okay your I'll, life will be better off the Rock gets $20 million as soon as he signs his name on the contract. doesn't matter how much the movie makes. 
The day he shows up on set, he's guaranteed twenty million dollars. Gal Gadot with a sex woman, she probably gets half of that. She she probably she probably command eight to ten million dollars. Yeah, we probably need to talk about that one day. Like and this, this movie this did not get thing. released in the theaters. So well, just with the the three main like, characters, the three main cast members alone, you're looking at a fifty million dollar budget. Well, Netflix paid a lot of money for them. The last mm-hmm. thing you want to do is give away their streams and let people go to a theater. This. They did the same thing with Bright. That's how it all started, man. When the streaming services started taking like big name actors, that, and that was streaming. you're right. That you're was right. the whole point. Like they're trying to cover in COVID, and not only that, I can't they want believe to make we're sure. living in this age. Yeah, I they, can't believe it. Yeah, right. well, yeah, they're they're new movie studios, pretty much. Yeah, they are. Netflix, yeah. MGM yeah. Grant, uh, the MGM didn't they get bought up by Bezos? It's only a matter of time for Amazon oh, so doing God. the same shit. James Bond is gonna suck. James Bond, <laughs> Rocky <laughs> movies, all that shit, man. They're gonna take all oh, of that. Oh my lord! They're gonna start having Rocky TV shows, Rocky spinoffs. They're gonna spin offs <laughs> of like uh, James Bond. I, I want to hear about Hawkeye, man. What's going on with that? Yeah, that let's know. That that is a dope ass show. Really, and that, that is because a dope, you're no, a fan that, of not Hawkeye. Not because of Hawkeye, because they're. They're doing what I wanted them to do. They're giving him more of a backstory because out of all the other Avengers, man, they really sold him short on everything. And I like his appeal they, because they, they, they did. like I said, him. he's just a, he's not like a superhuman or anything like Hulk or anything like that. He's not tech savvy or whatever. Well, Which actually, I appreciate. Actually, well, actually, apparently he is kind of tech savvy because they're showing like um, in some of the snippets that he makes a lot of his own arrows, his trick arrows. Mm-hmm. And Stark, Stark makes some of them, but he makes a lot of his arrows too. So that shows like like his ingenuity or whatever, like how he can actually make his own shit. And apparently he's in this show is just showing like, like how he's really fucking beat up and beat down from all this uh, shit that's been going on. They're showing like how he's, he's starting to go deaf mm. because of all the battle shit, because unlike everybody else, he really, I didn't expect else. that. That's awesome. Yeah. So they're showing him being deaf, him learning sign language. They're showing him in his family life, like him giving back to normal because his family, of course, all got snapped away. Mm. <laughs> in Infinity War, apparently, and then well, they all came back five years later. So he's trying to get his family all back together, trying to have some bonding time with them, and they're deep in, they're digging deep into him being Ronan. A lot of this show that they're doing right oh, now, they're digging shoot. because nobody I didn't know this, but nobody know that Hawkeye was Ronan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They, they, <coughs> and they glimpsed at that in Endgame. Yeah, because no, like nobody ever knew who who he really was. I don't think really like any of the Avengers other than Black Widow really knew that he was doing that shit. Okay. Because she okay. caught him in the streets of Japan like when she was out trying to find him. And I think only her and uh Rhodey like he kinda had a hint to it, but he was he didn't really confirm like it was really him. Like he like it looks like uh this looks like it was Barton. Like now that's interesting because I <coughs> just the the build up to Endgame, I heard about the Romans the Ronin storyline. Yeah. But I wasn't familiar with it before Endgame was about to come out in theaters. But the fact that the other Avengers were not aware that he was actually living that double life, that's an interesting story thread. Actually. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, apparently, like, uh, the one chick that's uh, one of the bad guys in the show, Echo, in the actual comic book, she was the first one that took on the Ronin persona. It wasn't supposed to be Hawkeye. So they actually switched that around a little bit, even though they have her in the show as like a combat that he's going after. So yeah, they're flipping a little bit 
other stuff in there. I ain't gonna lie. Have y'all seen like the trailer on that show where they did like the Rogers musical? Mm-mm. Uh, when I'm they not. actually show like Captain America in like a musical form, like kind of how they do Rent or whatever or Hamilton or whatever. I ain't gonna lie. They actually did like an Avengers like a uh, musical. I'm watching that shit. <laughs> not my favorite genre. Yeah. No, yeah. you need you need you need to live it up, man. You need you need some you need some happiness in your life, man. Watch a musical, man. I'm, like, I'm down for that. Singing and dancing, I'm... man. Because you said like you like uh, you said if watching I... murder shows and all that crap. Yeah, yes. man, because if he did, like, a certain musical, what's that uh, one animated um, uh, movie, the Tim Burton shit, whatever that you talk Nightmare about? Before, before Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. If they turned that into a musical, I bet you'll watch it. That is, it's a musical as it is already. Yeah, it but if it. you watch it, like, live, and actually doing, like, live action, like, musical, whatever. Hey, I've seen the Ninja it might be appeal- It might be appealing. I don't know. I did, too. Did you watch Mortal, what? Mortal Kombat, too. You watch whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mortal Kombat Live? I went to, to the Coliseum. They had, <laughs> they had Mortal Kombat Live. It was a live action Mortal Kombat. Y'all remember that? We was in the You're elementary You're a braver school. man. I love Mortal Kombat. Kombat. I wish y'all could see my face. What the fuck? Yeah, is I had no idea that existed. Yeah, it did. I've seen the live action Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that too. So they got a dude on like cables doing a bicycle kick. <laughs> no, they, they had like Scorpion and Sub-Zero come out in the crowd. I was like, oh, this is going to get no better than this. Shooting fire. Yeah, it was cold. And stuff he had ice in his hands. <laughs> I remember this. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds dope and whack at the same time. Uh, we we would have loved it. At, you you because we I was little. We, a you kid, were, I we were all the same that, age. Bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. watched it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. maybe it yeah. would be. I, I didn't see that. That movie was awesome as a kid. Yeah. Oh, that Mortal first Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Oh my yeah, god. That was and good. that's when it was. That was probably fourth or fifth grade for us. So they yes. came to the Coliseum, and that was a big deal. Did you see American Gladiators in the Coliseum? Uh, I didn't. That was a highlight of my. Oh man. Oh, you actually got to go see that. Oh yeah, it was not the same as the show. The Events not look the same. People were tripping and falling all over the place. They did not have the same level of athlete there. Yeah. But I was hyped and I was happy to see it. <laughs> like the most entertaining time I had in the Memorial Coliseum was watching Master P play for the four way Fury. I never that saw was that. That was awesome. Yeah. I, at, I, I saw Silk the Shocker there one game. Exactly. <laughs> that was awesome. What the hell are they doing I couldn't here? I can believe it. Master P playing basketball for Wayne. That was he was, he's actually pretty good. He, he, was was he, he is a hooper. He I'm got sure. to the NBA for like a game or two. So It's tough to make it in the league. Shout out to Master P. Entrepreneur <laughs> for you. Ain't that a bitch, man? Like, the Angelo Ball can't get in the NBA, but Master P did. I know he got Master P. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, oh. Oh Lord, man! All right, what's next for us, man? We we want to uh, y'all got any uh, movie news or anything? Anything we need to look forward to? Anything I heard coming some uh, Spider Man tickets are going for five figures in New York City. Damn, uh, people bought the early ticket. Yeah, there's no movie worth that. I don't give yeah. a damn if I get a chance to see a new Star Wars movie. I will never pay ten thousand dollars ever for a movie uh, ticket. I will see it the next day. I don't have to pay. There might be a movie or two where I actually. I might actually play top dollar for, but you haven't seen it yet. No, can you imagine? I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, 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 think, I'm thinking about a movie like or a franchise reboot. If I paid ten thousand dollars to see Endgame opening night, I would probably would have shot myself. Endgame might have been because this is one of those movies where you want to be one of the first ones to see it. You don't want anybody to fuck around right. and spoil True. anything for. But you. it didn't. And everybody's got their own opinions. But Endgame was my least favorite Avengers movie. I don't and know. I, maybe Avatar. Avatar was awesome. We didn't know what we were getting into. Avatar though. is yeah. still I the did. best 3D I, movie. We didn't ever. know it was going to be like I this. I remember I yeah. spent like 40, 40, 50 dollars just for two tickets between me and my wife. To Money go see well that spent. If you ask me, 3D. And I ain't gonna lie, when we left that theater, I felt like I underpaid. 
That movie in 3D I, was one of the that's most... That's a must-see in 3D. I let most. you mess me up a little bit because you had me thinking all this damn craziness about Avatar. What? You ruined what? my what? Avatar what experience. What are you talking about? What, what? are you doing? Because yeah, you were, oh, with the Indians and they came in on the horses and that's Wait, like... A, you, you know, there was a lot of... This mess, is... We used to have the same talk we have now. He messed me up. Now I'm looking at it like that because I let I'm you influence me that. I'm sorry, but that was, that. That yeah. was just the impression. Yeah. I yeah. And keep in mind, the walking indigenous into, people... Yeah, like James Cameron is a big deal to me. So I I I just expected more from James Cameron, the storyteller, than to play on that. But on a visual, visual on a visual level, yes. We but, saw that in 3D IMAX, right? Remember, did you come I, with I, me? I, mean, you might, I, I, did, I know you did because y'all let you influence me a lot. It was beautiful in 3D. Uh, yeah. It was so awesome. It was so yeah. well worth every penny. Not like any of these kids. I thought it was a little long, though. I was like, God damn, this shit's still on. Well, we that, still haven't seen anything as good yeah, in 3D it yet. It was good, though. It was good, though. It was it was awesome experience. Absolutely. I understand well, what the appeal no, is. I, I'll take that back. Be, I'm only saying this. To kind of fuck with you because I know you don't. This is one of your regrets. I'm here for it. But if you watch Spider Man into the Spider Verse, whatever in 3D, it's pretty fucking amazing. I'm so jealous. You saw it in the I did. I saw it in theaters I and I saw it in 3D so, because am. it's an animated movie. Why yeah. wouldn't you? And the way, and of course, that movie was already fucking dope. If that ever gets a re release, I will travel if it gets, 300 miles. If it gets re released, I'm a texture. Man, but please. Watch, but watching that movie in theater, please. I definitely get before my Before I die, I will see Into the Spider Verse in the theater. Before I die. That's a life goal. Great mission. fucking movie. Oh, great I, fucking oh movie. That, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, great fucking movie. Absolutely. All right, so I ain't got no other movie news, man. Do y'all want to do a Family Feud or anything? Yeah, let's jump on Family Feud. Let's jump on Family Feud. And while I was thinking about it, I heard Sandra Bullock said she wished she was black today. What? Yeah, she said she wished she was the color of her her adopted kids. I don't know well, what she's I'm gonna doing. give Sandra Bullock a pass because she's so fucking beautiful. Yeah, I she, love her. She's legs. pretty like that. Like whatever color I, she you wants. You know to what? Be. You know what's fucked up? I can kind of understand why she would say something like that, but then again, it's kind of like you know, if color doesn't huh, color doesn't it's exist not, when it comes to love, man. Right. But like it it, 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 it is what it is. I understand it that is, she wants to relate is. to her kids, but it's kind of like. Your kids know that you know you love them, man. Like, right. Don't make a big deal. Don't make it. it a big deal for them now. They're too young to know anything about that. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's gonna be in blackface, man. Oh God, help us. Yeah. Well, Robbie Downey Jr. is the only one that could ever get away with that shit. Hilarious. Damn, Tropic Thunder. Hilarious. No, that, that, that's still one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Sorry for the background noise. I'm bumbling and stumbling in the background here. I'm looking at some of these cars. I'm like, man. I like, think we've done like, a lot of uh, these. Like, Sean would never get that. Ryan would never get that. <laughs> okay. I, I think for us. I'm not sure. One of you guys might have pulled this card in a previous episode, but I'll take it anyway. All right. Maybe okay. we might might have forgot it by then. So. All right. I'm going to go first since I think I'm ready here. All right, go all ahead. right. Let's. Uh, this is for the both of y'all. Are y'all ready? Got your hands in the buzzer. I hope so. All right. Okay. Name a movie that you wouldn't recommend to your parents. Ooh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> I watched that with my mom. Yeah, but you, mom was watching first time. No, 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 nope, nope, not on there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so only four answers. What the fuck? 
Why did you go to Boogie Nights? I didn't even think that. You know what's fucked up? I know as soon as you said that, you thought about that big white dick that has popped up on screen. He's like, I never seen My mama would not want to watch that. I watched it with my mom. I don't want my mama to watch that. My upbringing, yes, yes, we were oh. laughing our asses off the whole two hours. Yeah, oh my god, oh, I'm sorry. Boogie okay, I, repeat I, I, the question, Sean. All right, yeah, he, fuck, he fucked me up. Let's Tommy's the... got big white dicks in my head. Yeah, no repeat white pinnacles. Repeat the question. Like, all right, you're ready. All right, you're watching different pornos than me, Tom. Okay, all right, <laughs> Jesus, <Christ>. name, a, <laughs> name a movie that you wouldn't recommend to your parents. Only four answers The Good Son, The Good Son, no, even McCoy Culkin. No, um, uh, the fr- I give you a hint. This one, the women love this one. They loved it. Big pretty deal. Woman? No, no, no. It was recent. It's recent. Oh, it's Sex and the City. Uh, Sex and the City. Nope. Uh. Think of something women just was going crazy over in the last two or three years. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Nope. What Magic Mike? No, 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 no. Um, no, that's I'm- a lot of. Uh, Passion in this movie. Oh, Fifty Shades 50 of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. That's oh, number one. Oh, my wife yeah. dragged me to that yeah, shit. So. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I've never seen so many titties on screen that I fell asleep on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm not I missing was, anything. I was halfway. I'm like, I'm tired of them fucking man. <laughs> yeah. Like, wrap this, it up. This must be what Games of Thrones was like. I think. I don't know. Man. Just major porn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, you yeah. got four more answers. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Did you say midget porn? Yeah, because and, and, they got uh, the dude from um, X-Men in there, right? Yeah, yeah, he blew up because of that. But I'm going to say you talked about the best first episode ever for a show. We were talking about Ozark. Ozark, that Ozark? yep. You haven't seen a paralyzed kid for the entire season get pushed off a 10-story castle to end. What check, out, check out Game of Thrones. Okay, you got me Season intrigued. 1, episode 1. You'll be hooked by the end of that first episode. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get back to this. So, oh, we got three more answers. Uh, a a one movie of... that you don't want your parents to see. Right. Um, this one is uh... Texas Chainsaw Mask. Nope. 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 This one, I give you. I give you some hints. This was a fam- a famous. Everybody quotes this movie. Everybody quotes this. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of got drugs in it. Everybody quote. I mean, it's like one, rappers quoted a lot. Scarface. Scarface. Okay. Yes. That's number three answer. Uh, Number two answer, I'm gonna give you that one because I never heard of this one. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. Seriously? That's on there. I never seen Debbie does Dallas. That's a porno. Yeah, Debbie. That is a porno. I thought that was a porno. It had a theoretical uh, theater release. That's why it's like so fucking popular amongst like porno movies. And the the fourth one is a holiday movie, I guess. What? Uh, It has um girl from um that '70s show um who plays Jack, not Jackie. Yeah, it plays Jackie. She's in it. Um, what's her name from? Um, the one with Justin Timberlake in it? No. Uh, Bad Moms. Bad Christmas. Moms. Bad Moms. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I never saw. I never saw Bad Moms. The first one is cool. The second one's like, oh god, give up. Yeah. yeah so Just like they do with most sequels. Yeah. All right, man. All right, that was a tough one, Sean. Yeah, that, tough card. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> Good you know, God. That's some movies that traumatize you. Know you. That, yeah. You know that Boogie Nights <laughs> clip is going to be a soundbite. Right. Thanks for putting big black. Or big white dicks. Now you got big black dicks. <laughs> Damn you, Tom. Damn. Nice to know you ain't racist. Oh, no. Black or white piss for you. If I it's guess. a dick, you ain't. Yeah. A dick is a dick, right? I don't want to see no big black dicks in this. Like big, it matters that it's big. I know. Big, juicy, black dicks in this. Dad, sister, and brother, I'm sorry. Uh, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. I don't know. Like he, he only looks at small dicks. I know. <laughs> the fuck? Huge ass dicks in this. 
Man. Still not part of my Google search. Man. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you're stupid, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm crying. God damn. Oh, oh, shit. oh my lord. Oh, fuck. All right, hold on. I got to read this. I got to read this up. All right. Don't fuck me up, man. Shut up. Woo. All right. Name an actor famous for his sci-fi movies. Sci-fi. An actor. An actor famous for his sci-fi movies. Is it Dennis Quaid? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's number two. Damn it. Sweet. Han Solo. I mean, uh... Harrison Ford. Harrison, Ford. Harrison Ford is number one. Sci-fi. Star movie. Wars is dominating. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, that's not sci-fi. No, he, Predator counts as sci-fi. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about Total Recall. And yeah. that counts as sci-fi yeah. as well. Yeah, but no, he's not up there. Uh, think about an old, um, um, Star Trek. Ooh. Star oh. Trek. Think about actors from Star Trek. The, the original. Um, what's Picard's name? Um, the ball. William name. Shatner. William Shatner. He's got. But they yeah. got. A, what's the other one's name? Oh, you thinking about Picard? Uh, Picard, yeah, and that Patrick is Picard. Oh, you think about X in the modern? No, at, Luke Picard. What's the what actor's name for the modern? Oh, Stewart. Stewart. Uh, Patrick. Patrick Stewart. There we go. But yeah, he's not on there. Um, so how many on this list? Well, Tom? you saw about William Shatner. Think about the guy who took his place in the new version of Star Trek. Who was not bad? The dude from Wonder uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Blue Eye. I don't guy. know his name. Chris though. Pine. Chris Pine. Okay, there we yeah, go. yeah. Okay, and of course. The guy who started the cinematic universe for Marvel. Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr. Huh. Okay, he deserves a spot on listen. Yeah. yeah, man, of course, I'm man. For that. Any, was that any... sci-fi, though? Well, it's science. Yes, science, yes. Yeah. He was a scientist, yeah. yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I kind of see what they're talking about. Not bad, not bad. All, All right, right, what Ryan, you what got you... there? All right. Name an actor that won an Academy Award for Best Actor. In the eighties. Now I keep in mind, we've done this, but I don't remember. I, it. I yeah. thought you guys did too, but yeah. keep in mind, don't let these award shows dictate what you, what's the best of the best. If you liked it and you yeah. think it's the best movie, it's it's up to the viewer. Well, it's up but, to I kind of see, but let's damn. name some big eighties actors here. There should be Robert Al, Robert Al, De Niro, yeah. number one on the list. Good yeah. call, Al, Sean. Al Pacino won in the eighties. No, what, no, no. What's the one? Uh, uh, Klein, something like that. I can't remember his fucking name. Klein, Klein. Who are you thinking of? Who are you no, thinking uh, of? Damn, something Klein or whatever. I can't remember. I could have sworn he won in the 80s. Maybe it was the 90s. Maybe I got that wrong. There uh -huh. was a guy <laughs> by the name of Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Did he, Sheen. Did he win Charlie in the Sheen. 80s? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Charlie Sheen. My, thank you, Sean. Charlie Sheen. There was a movie by 80s Greed and Stock Market that Charlie Michael Sheen. Douglas? Good call. Way to go, Tommy. Okay. He's number um, two on the list. Did Robert Duvall win in... Uh, the 80s. Robert Duvall. I know who that is. Maybe he did, he's not on here. Damn, I thought he won on the... I thought he won for he the might Godfather. have. They'll, I thought he won for The Godfather. Damn, that wasn't the 80s. Maybe that was the 90s. That might have been early 90s. Though. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Robert De Niro won for The Godfather. He might have won for Raging Bull, too. I'm not sure off the top of my oh, head. Oh, you said 80s. So. Well, oh, Godfather 70s. One and two or 70s. My bad. Wait, my is bad. Sidney Portier on there? He is not. Damn, you know, um, put no he black didn't win in the 80s? I could have swore he won in the 80s. Um, I think Denzel Washington was the first black... Wait, Sidney Poirier did win it. For the, oh, he uh, won the night. first for actor, not sub. There was a couple of the first supporting actors. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I could have swore he won the first the one, one for like, that, um, lead actor. What's his name? Damn, this is a tough one. I know, give him some hints. Um, Tom Cruise was his co-star in one of them. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. There we go. There we go. That's Damn, Rain, Rain Man? Man Rain Man, Man was yes, amazing. Yeah. Damn, we old. Yeah, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that it? And uh, you got um, three out of the four. Well, you might as well give us a hint for the last one because this, this is a tough-ass one. This when, is a tough one. Um, you ever see that uh, 
Tom Hanks movie where he was a hitman for the mob, like in Prohibition era. I think it was called Road to, Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. Remember his boss who, who ended up Tommy Gunning at the end? He was a huge star in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Um, um, oh, what's there's a great 60s Western movie. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I can't think. Butch Casting the Sundance Kid. There we go. Oh, yeah. I think of that. He, he's a star of that. Um, highly recommend it if you need to see an old school movie. Yeah, Butch is it, it's not Butch Cassidy or something. Uh, that came out in the sixties. Okay, and I don't. And honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know what movie this actor won in the eighties. Because when I think this actor, I'm thinking sixties and seventies. So I don't know what Who he did. Wants. Butch Cassidy was it? But Robert Redford. Who the hell did play that? You're close. Um, like I think I know. Um, the old man Tom Hanks shotgun. Or I don't, remember, Tommy I don't remember that. Though. I can't remember. I yeah. think he might have been a voice in that very uh, overrated Pixar movie, Cars. Remember the Cars movies? One of the voice in that. Wait, don't call it. All right, now you, you, I didn't like Cars. You, you hit a button. All right, now, now, sorry. You, and I love Pixar. You, you're crossing the goddamn line right now, <laughs> man. So we are not going to talk about Cars. If I can't um, talk about Beetlejuice. You are not going to talk about Cars, sir. It's a classic movie. Animated greatness. All right, man. I love that movie. You know the merchandise for Cars made a billion dollars. I bet it did, man. I I got at least 50 of it in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You're part of the problem. Man, what you got there? Whatever, man. I got Star Wars blankets, too, man. Okay. All right, man. Who the hell was it, anyway? Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Please. I would have got that one. Watch Cassie and Sundance Kid. I implore you guys. It's Savant's. Give that that movie fucking it. It's fucking awesome. That's okay. a good one. That's a good one. Right. Yeah, yeah there's a, we got a tough little lineup there, All right, man. Because anytime you start doing awards, that's really why I started drawing blanks, man. Because it's hard to remember like who won. Yeah, and I didn't watch the Academy Awards in the '80s. That was a big deal for my family when I was growing up. But I'm '90s, early 2000s. Well, I that. can't really trust awards anymore because if I gone this long in life and Samuel Jackson still doesn't have an still doesn't have have him. his Oscar that 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 is fucking blasphemy. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture. Ridiculous. Well, well shit, that's just the world we living in. Yeah, oh lord, oh lord. You know what? You know what? I know <clears throat> because I was thinking about it all through this episode because we we're talking about uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And one of these times, we got to talk through one of these episodes about. Um, Oh, this story that came out a while ago where um, Elizabeth Banks was talking about how like um, men don't watch like female-led movies or something like that. Have you heard that bullshit when she was like um, getting pissed off about the Charlie's Angels reboot getting trashed? Well, but the, the first it, one, the the well, you talking about the one with um, Cameron Diaz, Lucy? That was Luke. a huge hit. That was a huge hit. But she's talking about her version of it that she just did. It recently. looked like shit. Exactly. And apparently that was like a really big deal. That I have no shame in admitting I've seen <laughs> Clueless ten times. Yeah, but her overall premise of like like guys are the reason why the movie bombed just got me going like, the fuck are you talking about? Uh, like, like the, That's a stretch. The planet is half women, half men. Women have debit cards too. They can buy their own yes, damn tickets. exactly. And I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, a lot of a lot of males do. Yes, yeah. You remember that? Um, I remember watching Bridesmaids. I thought that was a really hilarious good, uh, girls trip. Time. The yeah, one yeah. we came out with uh, Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Oh, real funny. J- yes. uh, Tiffany Haddish made her a star. Made her a star. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just it is like when I hear shit like that. It sounds like sour grapes, man. Like you just making something out of nothing. Like you the, made a shit movie with shitty marketing. Exactly. Simple man. as that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I barely remember watching a trailer for that thing, but I remember seeing like, oh, Twilight is trying to do an action movie. No, <laughs> no. I'm good. That, that that newest Charlie Angels look like crap. 
Maybe I should just watch it, just to act like I support, just so I can actually say that you know it was indeed shit. Oh, well, it's worth. I haven't seen it yet, but it like, is good to watch. Sometimes I wouldn't seek out bad movies, but it's good to watch a bad movie here and there to see why the good movies are good and bad movies are bad. Exactly. You need something that kind of balances the scales. Yes. You got to have bad rappers. You got to have good rappers. Oh yeah, there's a lot of bad ones out there. Yeah, there is. But we're old, man. Yeah. We, we were old school and shit. So. Once again, man, this is going to wrap up another episode for us, man. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for had a great time tonight, great guys. Thanks for having time, me. Man. Thanks yeah. for having me back on as a regular. Yeah, no guys. problem, man. This yeah. show, this show rocks with or without me. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, yeah if you listen sure. to this, that means you survived Black Friday. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Right, all man. online for me. Right. Come on, man. I got a new microwave for fifty dollars. <laughs> you know what? It's always the little things like that that make you find oh, yourself you're now. Adult. Yeah, <laughs> like I gotta, get a new, I, I gotta get a new mattress. <laughs> oh my god! The best gift I got in the past three years was a vacuum. Right. <laughs> yeah. We are old. I, I know, man. I'm like, oh man, more silverware. Shit. Got some new plates and bowls. Oh, let's enjoy the thirties. While we can, it's gonna be a whole different mindset. Oh, I don't want to think Ooh, about we're it. getting close to that 4 Oh, man, when it happens, it happens, man. I plan on looking good for 40, man. I yeah, got that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I can't die before they reboot Star Star Wars again. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's gonna we'll happen. have Ray beating Luke Skywalker in, this, yeah. <laughs> in the next one. God, no, man. Like, no. It'll be something dumb. Oh, we're still going to watch it. Kathleen because... Kennedy don't have any involvement. Man, you you really been sticking to this name. I remember. No, no, no recent Star Wars movie gets made without Kathleen Kennedy's approval. She's right. the main reason for the shit sequels we got. All right, man. Let's get to All right. Before I forget, hitting gyms, man. Let's send them out with something good, man. Y'all, you got we one got time for that? We got time for that, man. I wrote something I, down. Because I have mine already. I'll keep it simple, man, because we mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Burn After Reading is a yes. severely Any Coen Brothers movies you spotlight, I'm all for it. I'm here for that. And it goes on my standing ovation for J.K. Simmons, man. Fuck yeah. This movie was fucking funny. Brad Pitt, uh, Francis McDermott. Yeah. Had uh, John Malkovich in it. George Clooney. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not even gonna explain it. Just watch the damn movie, and you'll be surprised right. at how fucking funny it is. You're welcome. I got a quick one. I'm gonna go with J.K. Le- Simmons uh, was in there. Remember? Exactly. I'm gonna go with Legion with um, Paul Bettany from. Oh uh, no, now we got some no, issues, Sean. I, I yeah. love that movie. God, I own it. Man. I watch it. We got Sean go. knows I got my issues. I, I liked it. I liked it. There's a nice little. Sp- Little uh, twist on it. You got the I like angels, how they did the angels trying to with destroy, like the metal wings. Yeah, and shit. trying to destroy the world because uh, we didn't believe we deserved it anymore. So you got uh, Charles S. Dutton, Paul Bettany, who plays Vision, and Tyrese was uh, in it. Tyrese is in uh, Yeah, it's a good, nice Kate little Walsh twist. Was in it. Charles He's, S. Dutton. Uh, yeah, Charles S. Dutton is my man. But they got these angels coming to destroy the world, and Paul Bettany, who plays Archangel Michael, comes to protect us from angels when all the time we thought the hell was going to rise and burn us up and demons were going to take over. In this particular movie, the angels were taking us out and they needed the archangel to protect us while they delivered uh, delivered this prophet baby that was protected. And this prophet baby was going to lead us into like a new ways of life because we were destroying the world and this came out in 2010 if you want to look it up i think it might be on amazon uh but uh this is a dope dope uh plot dope sequence uh just a switch of angels coming to destroy humanity and one angel has who's the archangel michael had to protect us from a wrath of these angels is that god told us to come take told them to come take out the world I've seen worse. yeah yeah so uh, i like both that. enjoyed that i like that I that was a really good dope, you know, dope that, movie there's so. one quote in that movie that i constantly think about all the time mm-hmm. i thought it was so dope charles s Dutton. yeah yep. no no not that um the quote that i keep remembering from that movie was um when paul bettany was talking to um um 
What was the other angel's name? I can't remember his name. I Gabriel. Gabriel. He was talking to Gabriel, yeah. and he was like, uh, you gave him what he wanted. I gave him what he needed. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I would have, I wouldn't have not have shown you mercy. And he's like, right. that's exactly, exactly why you why failed. I, yep, yep. And he, yeah, he showed him what he needed. Uh, that was a dope. I thought that was pretty good. It wasn't the best movie of I'm all time. I mean, you all right, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I just thought yeah, that was the only yeah, one that really yeah. liked that movie, man. I thought that movie was uh, fucking dope. I might right. give it a second chance as you guys yeah. got excited. And they it. stuck in this gas station in the middle of the desert fighting off these angels when you always thought the angels were going to protect us. Who knows? You know what I mean? Who really knows? You know what I mean? good angels and yeah. bad. They scared the shit. I mean, when that dude came out that fucking ice cream oh, truck. Oh, man. He was crawling. And his arms stretched out. The old lady that was crawling on the ceiling eating raw steak. And it, shit. Was, it was hereditary before yeah. hereditary. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> it was uh, Don't it was put good. that in the same category. No. No, no. That, no just there's how they zero, scare, that. zero right. scariness. It's not scary. It's more of an action. It was just it, yeah. it's an action movie. Yeah, yes, yeah. that is an action movie. Hereditary, yeah. hereditary is something I, I will even... not watch that by myself ever. <laughs> I tell you, he watched again. That, I did watch that by myself the first time. I watched it by he... myself too. I'm still here. Sean and Tommy messed up my entire weekend. Oh, Sean, Sean <laughs> oh. did it first. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I watched I, it my weekend night. was yeah. ruined. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that shit creeped the fuck. I yes, still the lights quite, went so. on within 30 minutes of me watching it. The lights <laughs> came. I'm not watching this. At night, that, that, well, lights you, were on. I can't believe that was that scary, man. <laughs> it was that terrifying. Well, you just a bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got the muscle like, through that. You got the dryer <laughs> open and shit, man. <laughs> no. It was scary. It was good though. Some movies get to me. Yes. All right, man. What you got for a hidden gem this week, Ryan? I'm gonna. Uh, I was influenced to pick this for hidden gem uh, based on the recent uh, Marvel movie that came on uh, Blu-ray recently, Legend of Shang Chi. Uh-huh. Uh We've discussed in at our theater going viewing and uh, in previous episodes, the gripes I had with that. No, no complaints for the bad guy of that there's an actor by the name of Tony Luang. Sorry, Chinaman, if I mispronounced your name, but he was the father of the main character of this movie. Uh-huh. He was the Lord of the Ten Rings, right? He was a co-star in one of the best movies I have ever rented from blockbuster by the name of hard boiled. There was a filmmaker by the name of John Woo who was a legend in the Hong Kong film industry. All right, I'm about to say, man, you better feel a little bit more respect on that tone when you say John Woo. John, oh, absolutely. All right, man. Utmost respect. Salute. The utmost Salute. respect, man. Salute to him. Um, Salute he to him. gave Nicolas Cage, your boy, one of his best roles as uh, um, Face Off. Uh, Not Cast- Sean Archer, but Caster Troy. Caster Troy. Two yeah. gold 45s. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, and if you. He, if it was. He did direct Mission Impossible too, didn't he, John Woo? Yes, he did. That I, that that's, I remember because he has like a he has a signature move like that slow motion. He, the doves, like shit, the doves, doves comes out. And like, I'm, why are there doves in this cave? Where are we at? Where are we at with the Mission Impossible series? Seven, eight movies. Uh, I think they're on seven right now. Yeah, and I'll put and probably, they're still and they're still fucking good. They're still great. And John Woo's in my top ten filmmakers of all time. Okay. Mission Impossible 2, directed by John Woo, mm-hmm. is the absolute worst of the series. That's when... That's true. That, that it is, is the one that I hate the most. I can't stand... I was... I had one, one of the best marketing campaigns I've ever seen. Those trailers for Mission Impossible 2, coming off of Face Off, 
Oh, I can't tell you how excited I ain't gonna I was lie. Tom Cruise was kind of sexy with his long hair. He was sitting there. <laughs> that was not a slow motion running, locks flowing in the back. I'm like, God damn, John, Moon, you really got this month. Oh, I, I expect so much more from you. Yeah, but movie. it was really bad when they were like jumping bikes. And it, it got it, really, it got really bad. It's like John Woo, man, sit down, man. We got it, man. Wait, they paid you a shitload of money to direct this malarkey, man. Like, just sit down somewhere, take your check, he, go he, back home. He's he's talented enough. I'll I'll blame the studio for that. I'll, I'll blame studio interference, Tom Cruise ego. Too much just clashing and made something horrible. Now, it made did, it made money. All right, I'm only going to ask you because this is going to be stuck in my head if I don't figure it out. Did um, John Woo direct the replacement killers? No, that's Sean's boy Antoine Fuqua. He did that. All right, Antoine Fuqua. I, I don't know. I could have swore I saw Dubs in it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not bad. I put the replacement killers on Mission Possible too. Oh yeah, that yeah, was great. Great. Yeah, that, movie, that was a good movie. That was Charlie a good Young movie. Fat Man. He's going to be in a place for Fat is the monster, and there's there's a. PlayStation 3 game that goes kind of under what's called Stranglehold. It's based on the movie Hardboiled. Nah, uh, uh, I'll probably say uh, Black Ops, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Those are probably the three best games that came out on PlayStation 3. There's a, there's a game called Stranglehold. I don't know if you can still play it on PlayStation 4 or 5. But if you get a hold of that, it's worth playing. I ain't played a video game since Fortnite got created, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. well, that's a good, it's, it's, Fortnite's a good game. Yeah. But Please, for the love of God, if you enjoy any Steven Seagal movie, any shoot 'em up movie, yeah. what's your yeah. mom call him? Ponytail? That's ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> no males made a ponytail look good. <laughs> but uh if there's a if there's a top five action movie mm-hmm. Hall Hard, of Fame, Hard Boiled is absolutely in that top five. And uh the bad guy from Shang Chi who played the dead He's a co-star of that Trolling Fat, but I still think that's his best role. How old is that movie? Came out in the 1992. And Damn, you he, may, he really don't look that old for his he age. Don't, yeah. he, He's been around for a long time. He's aging pretty well. He is. He Maybe you do have really ten rings. And <laughs> Tommy, you mentioned your appreciation for tracking shots. Yeah. Um, the reason I put Hardball above any John Woo movie. Is it up there with like old boy? Blowing that out the water. Really? Because they go in and out of elevators on multiple floors for a 20-minute sequence. A 20-minute tracking shot. Because old boy got a really fucking good one. Oh, yeah. And that hammer over that guy's head, believe me, it blew me away. But I saw Hard Boiled before. That Hard Boiled came out way before old boy. And old boy might be number two on that list. I'm not going to lie. That old boy tracking shot is freaking awesome. Okay. Okay. But I'm telling you, Tommy, that hospital scene tracking shot in Hard Boiled you're not ready for so if there's any fans out there of one of my favorite american movies face off please do yourself a favor check out hard-boiled with subtitles you're, you're not ready well we ain't got no problem with subtitles man you'll barely notice you did the no. squid game man. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I, I say i catch up on that i'm looking we are talking about the man being executed with the squid game bootlegging uh mm-hmm. but that's a yeah. damn shame R- I, I, R.I.P. I, to I, him. yes yep. I, I gotta give that show a chance okay now all right, wait, have you did you watch Squid Game yet? I have not. I have not. All right, man. All right. But you guys I, both enjoyed it though, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. I, okay. I'll tell you this. Let's make a promise to each other right now. I'll start watching Game of Thrones this weekend. Okay. If you watch Squid Game. You need that's to watch deal. Stranger Things deal. first. Deal. I think you should watch Stranger Things because I think that's that's on the. If we try that's, to compare, that's overdue. That's overdue. I think we're trying to compare what we think is the best show of all time to what he thinks the best show. Well, maybe. Stranger Things has like three seasons. I figure if he just get to the Squid Game, it's like a yeah. quick, yeah, like it's nine, quicker. Nine it's episodes, quicker. he'll get through it through the weekend. I want you guys to also watch a Japanese movie that came out in two thousands called Battle Royale, where they 
pretty much put a high school class on the island yeah, with yeah, explosives yeah. on the necks and oh, put yeah, random you, you weapons on the island. Yep. If, if Squid Game is half as good as the 2000s Battle Royale movie, it's I, a great I, show. Well, I got to watch it to compare it, but right. Squid Game, right. it, it was pretty good, so I'm not going to knock it too much. Looking forward right. to this. All right, man. So thank you all again for uh, another episode, man. Another episode of greatness, man. So thank you for tuning in to Cinemax Avance, a.k.a. greatest fucking podcast in the world. All right, man. <laughs> all right, man. So right. signing off, man. This is Tommy. All right. This is Sean. Good night. Have a good night, guys. Stay all safe. Right. God bless. Mm-hmm.